At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Hey, it's Ben. I hope you're having a wonderful Friday, and thank you for subscribing. Thank you for downloading the podcast. And before we tell you what's coming up on the menu today for the radio podcast for our Friday show, a friendly reminder, if you have not yet done this, boy, would this help us out. You subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, and you might be getting it in this feed, but Please subscribe. It helps us out. And we're going to have a new episode later today. So when you're done listening with this, if you want to overdose on Maller Militia stuff, we're actually debuting a new feature, which we'll talk about in the fifth hour that is coming to the show. It's by popular request. So we'll have that for you coming up later today. At 2 o'clock Eastern, the first podcast will drop. And then later on, we will have Benny 
versus the penny, also part of the fifth hour podcast. Keep in mind, uh, we, we got it right. We had the Bears over the Cowboys, so if you listen to us, uh, you want a little bit of money. Coming up on today's radio podcast, the Cowboys have come apart at the seams in Chicago. How bad is it for Jerry and the boys? Odell Beckham has eyes on the finish line. Is, is he leaving Cleveland after only one year? We examine should Adam Silver intervene with the New York Knicks, who are 4-18? and 18? They lost at home by almost 40 points uh, last night. We discussed that. And is Ryan Tannehill going to get a massive contract? We've got that as well. Lame jokes, game show fun, the Coop Scoop on entertainment. It's all coming your way. Have a great weekend. Don't forget about the Fifth Hour Podcast, which will be coming up later today. Subscribe to that. Five stars. Helps us out a lot. Hopefully the audio's better. I had a, a talk with that Gagon guy to make the audio a little better on that podcast, so it should be pretty good. Should be pretty good today. So we'll get to that, but right now, today's podcast. Thank you. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-day, the Cowboys blow. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show for this hour. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And everyone outside of the state of Texas and those cowboy apologists, you know who you are. I guess we won't hear from Cowboy Dan. No Cowboy Dan calling in tonight to talk about how good Dak Prescott looked. We won't hear from from him or Z. Kelly. But we are all going to take part in some schadenfreude. Uh, We will take joy out of the misery of the Dallas Cowboys. And that deep dish pizza in Chicago tasting a little bit better in the overnight here. Mitch Trubisky. Three touchdown passes. He ran for a touchdown. The Chicago Bears, the monsters of the midway. They're not that good, but they look that good, and the score is not even indicative of how lopsided the game was. More on that later. 31-24 saw the game. Uh, Dak Prescott and the reeling Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you know how when you flush the toilet and the water circles around? That's, that's actually the Cowboys. That's what the Cowboys are doing. They're circling the drain, and the Bears... Uh, they now won four of their last five. They're barely alive. They've got a heartbeat, which is very weak. They lost to the Rams. The Bears lost to the Rams. The Rams aren't any good. And and the Bears, that's uh, unbelievable. And the Raiders, I mean, please. All right, anyway. Uh, so the Cowboys are 6-7. and seven. They've lost 10, uh, 7 of 10. They got off to that 3-0 and start. They've lost 7 of 10. And we know the better story is in the losing locker room. So sorry, Chicago, but this is all about Dallas here. Let's discuss the Thursday night NFL brouhaha. And what do you make of a very laissez-faire performance by the Dallas Cowboys? It was a cowardly performance by by Dallas. Uh, I've got tranquilizer, sanitation services, and gassers. I've got those three things, and we will tie all of this into a nice holiday package. Now, A, uh, I, I know when I was in school, I, I had a professor, not that I paid attention that often, who said, you should never judge a book by its cover, right? Uh, and you should also never declare a game is over after the opening drive. Dallas came out, if you just saw the first drive, Dallas came out and went boinkers, uh, bonkers, whatever. They they came out of the locker room, had a 17-play, 75-yard drive. They ate pretty much half of the 
opening stanza. Dak Prescott was cool. He was calm. He was collected. He was wonderful and uh, in complete control. The Cowboys offense was rampaging down the field. And then they proceeded to bend over the rest of the game until the fourth quarter. They bent over at the midfield logo at Soldier Field and puked all over the field the rest of the game. Yeah, they, they're like, hey, we're good. We had a good drive. All right, uh, I'll, see you. I'll see you guys back in Texas. We're out of here. They, they failed to bring the spot, the fighting spirit, which you have to have in, in athletic competition. The alarm clock didn't go off. Uh, I hope they had a good time in Chicago. I hope they went out and had a good time because they didn't show up to the stadium uh, after that opening drive. They were going through the motions. I mean, all the things we say about crappy teams, the Cowboys are a crappy team. They're crummy. The Cowboys are crummy. I mean, they don't need me to tell you that. They're a losing team. And as former Cowboy coach Bill Parcells taught me, you are what your record says you are. And their record says they stinkola. Uh, that's what they are. And forget a playbook. Like you know, people talk about, you know, Jason Garrett. You know, defensively, could they do some different things? Offensively, what could the Cowboys do? Even though they're leading the NFL in offense, which is a fugazi stat, considering if you watch these games lately, they certainly don't appear to be all that dynamic uh, offensively. But forget the playbook. Jason Garrett needs to find some smelling salt here because that Cowboy team looked like instead of having a pregame drink of Gatorade, they all took tranquilizers before the game before they went out to play. <laughs> And you know what it reminded me of years ago before I became a bloviating gas bag locked to a radio station. I used to go out to a lot of games and be around teams in the NBA back in the day. When a team revolted and tried to get their coach fired, they would have a performance very similar to the Dallas Cowboys. It reminded me of that. Like, hey, there's a lack of focus here. We're going to try to make a change and preparation, the whole thing. So Dallas under 500. The Cowboys are a, you know what they are? They're like a wobbly Jenga tower. You know that thing? And a tower of blocks, and they're, uh, they're coming down slowly, tumbling down. The blocks on the Jenga tower are coming down. Now, we, we have a good chance of getting a sub-500 team as the winner of the NFC East, which seems impossible when you know the Giants and the Redskins are in that division. But it is a race of futility for these teams. And uh, Jerry Jones, I think his head is going to explode. I believe his head is going to explode with all this. Now, part B, Dak Prescott. We're doing schadenfreude radio. So Dak Prescott continues to be the enigma. We talked about it the last couple weeks after the New England game, after the Buffalo game. He had cartoon stats most of the season. The stats have gone down a little bit, but they're inflated as it is. But if you look back this year, and you know the different quarters of the season in the NFL from week seven to week eleven. Dak Prescott in that block of games, ten touchdowns, three interceptions, averaged eight point six yards per attempt. But it always felt phony to me. And just like when I would go to a Vegas Magic show, I would see the the Magic show in Vegas, and I'd see the smoke in the mirrors and all that. And then I'd say, "Oh, look at the amazing how the person that came up out of the audience knew exactly helped out with the card." And then I realized later on they were all plants. Uh, in the audience, they were part of the show, and they were there every night, and they were pull- pulled up on stage and all that. But Prescott, like he was using witchcraft potions or something like that at the beginning, and now all of a sudden he's he's getting canned vomit. And he's uh, not chicken soup, not chunky soup, which he sells. He's getting canned vomit. That's what he's doing. And the, nu- the numbers do not paint the full picture. So I would advise you not to be hornswoggled by the box score. And this is a, a great test. 
I'm going to tell you why, because uh, we were talking before the show, I was talking to some of the guys here, uh, Jonas and some of the other guys in the back there, Gagon was walking Who? around, and we were pointing out that this is a great thing, because a lot of talking heads on television, I'm going to let you know a little secret here, how the sports media business works, a lot of these guys don't actually watch the games, and they just look at the box score, and they say, oh, Dak Prescott, let's see what he had, oh, he went over 300 yards passing, oh, that's pretty good, 334 yards, it's not his fault. It's not his fault at all. He did his job. Pay the man. Uh, and you can tell who these idiots are. Uh, I love it. Dak Prescott padded his stats of biblical proportions. It was like Russell Westbrook you know, trying to, to jerry-rig the NBA box scores to get triple doubles. Those videos are all over YouTube. If you want to watch Russell Westbrook do his thing. But if he doesn't get paid, Dak Prescott, by the Cowboys, he has a job waiting for him in the sanitation services department somewhere in the Arlington, Texas area. Because he is the king of garbage. Uh, Dak Prescott, with the game seemingly in the balance over the first three quarters of the game, first 45 minutes of the athletic competition, Dak Prescott had 10 completions out of 22 passes, less than 50%. He averaged less than uh, just, just exactly five yards in attempt, had no touchdowns, no interceptions, a passer rating of 60. And then in the fourth quarter, when the Bears had built up a 17-point lead and were just trying to get the game over with, Ta-da! Presto! Dak Prescott threw for 224 yards in the fourth quarter. He averaged over eight yards in attempt. He had 17 completions in the fourth quarter. And a touchdown pass. His passer rating in the final 15 minutes with the game already decided was 101.5. That was his passer rating. So listen, the Cowboys are past the whole soul-searching and introspective period. They're past that. As the season has continued... The bad habits of Dak Prescott have slowly started to return. In fact, the last three weeks against the Patriots, Bills, and Bears, me oh my, uh, Dak Prescott has averaged less than seven yards per attempt. He has three touchdowns and two interceptions, and his numbers are even lower than that because, again, he's he's done a lot in garbage time. His passer rating the last three weeks is 81.6. But two of the three touchdowns have come in the fourth quarter with the game already decided. The Buffalo game on Thanksgiving and this game on Thursday night at Soldier Field, Chicago. And 336 of the 901 yards came in garbage time in the fourth quarter. I mean, he think about this. The last three games, Dak Prescott has uh, less than 600 yards passing in non-garbage time situations. That's mind-bending. You know, he's been thunderstruck all of a sudden. Now, the last thing here. So the Cowboys' defense. I cannot do a full cowboy beatdown. By the way, it is like a kid's birthday party, and it's uh, we've got a pinata, and everyone gets a swing. It's got Dak Prescott. It's got Jerry Jones pinatas over there. Everyone, you there in the front, you in the middle, you in the back, you get a swing back there. You get a swing at the Cowboys. Everyone gets a swing with the baseball bat at the Cowboys. you got to be blindfolded, though. But that's kind of like the Cowboys play, blindfolded. Uh, that's how they look. So the Cowboys defense, a complete breakdown, spineless, gutless football, blocking and tackling, right? The basics of football. The Cowboys failed. Uh, They failed. I don't know what they did during practice, but I don't think they actually paid much attention. And if this was years ago, before Pussy Willows took over football... You, you know what the Cowboy players would be doing right now? They'd be running gassers. Uh, you know, I, I remember when I, back in my day, uh, back in, back in, we played a terrible game. The next time you had a practice, they just made you run. They just made you run, and uh, that's it. And uh, the Cowboys, eh, they'll likely get a participation ribbon. 
and get some more endorsements. The Bears, keep in mind, they had the 29th ranked offense. They put up 31 points. All it took was the Dallas Matador defense to show up. It was like a bullfight. And uh, ole, 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 ole. That, that was how that game went. <laughs> Bunch of lightweights made the much maligned Mitch Trubisky look like Steve Young or Joe Montana or vintage Tom Brady, however you want to go. More like, I guess, uh, Lamar Jackson or uh, any of the dual threat quarterbacks because he also had 63 yards on the ground, uh, Mitch Trubisky. But as the old line goes, the Cowboys defense should get a percentage of the contract for the fifth-year option rookie contract for Mr. Trubisky, because it reminds me, and, and, and this is another line, famous line from years ago, and it was back when Charles Barkley was playing in the NBA. It was a long time ago, and they were playing the Clippers, and the Clippers had a terrible team, and they had a guy no one had ever heard of, a small forward named Tyrone Nesby. Who? And I'll never forget this. This is one of my lifetime memories, because I was standing in the tunnel at the, the toilet bowl that was the LA Memorial Sports Arena. So I'm standing in the tunnel, and, and Barkley was playing for the Rockets. With, and that was a team that had, like at the time, uh, Scottie Pippen. And so they come off the court, and they go back to these terrible locker rooms at the sports arena. And Barkley is just cursing profanity at Scottie Pippen. Way to go, Pip. You just got Tyrone Nesby a new contract, you MFer. And I go, you just going on. It's hilarious. And sure enough, Nesby did get a new contract. Uh, Barkley was not wrong. He was not wrong. All right, let's hear from some of the participants here. Uh, let's go for Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, let's see, Jason, you've you've been pretty good at saying things after Cowboy losses. Let's see what he says this time. Getting off to a good start was good for us, uh, but they did a good job just coming right back and moving the ball, and they moved the ball consistently well throughout the game. So, uh, you know, again, there are probably levels of confidence. Uh, we need to play better. We need to play more confidently, and, uh, and unfortunately we didn't get that done tonight. Well, that was generic. I didn't say anything specifically about the game, really, other than they got off to a good start, which is true for like half of the first quarter. Here's more from Jason Garrett. And, oh, this is my favorite excuse when teams who are perceived to be good don't live up to expectations, when they're underachievers. And then you hear this. One of the issues we have on our team is guys are trying to do too much. I think sometimes that, that creates problems, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. And uh, we have to just get back into being more disciplined down in and down out. Uh, that's the way you handle adversity. Uh, you execute. And, uh, you know, guys are able to make some plays, but, you know, on a consistent enough basis, we just didn't do it, didn't do a good enough job of that tonight. Uh, we didn't defend the run well enough. We didn't defend the pass well enough. They moved the ball throughout the game. Yeah. I, I love I, that's usually a line in baseball. You hear that a lot in baseball when a hitter is not hitting. They say, well, he's just trying to do too, too much at the plate. Um, like, you know, make contact. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you what, if the Cowboys were trying to do too much, I know they were not trying to block or tackle because they didn't do much of that, uh, certainly on the defensive side. All right, we're going to hear from Jerry Jones here momentarily. We'll open up the phone lines. It's always fun. Uh, Cowboy haters unite. Let's form Voltron here on the radio, and we'll unload on the Cowboys for the rest of this hour. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. I was so looking forward to hearing Jerry Jones' postgame presser and we'll find out if it lived up to expectations. We'll get the audio, some of what Jarrett had to say following the latest punch in the face to the Dallas Cowboys. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Uh, the Rocket, he was a pitcher for the Yankees. Rocket is a male. 
<laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Oxygen, water, and Twitter are all necessary to sustain life on the Ben Maller Show. Express yourself, and we may read your thoughts on the radio. You can follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. My first thought was that Drake just had an orgasm. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. For those that don't know, Eddie runs a Drake fan page on Instagram, and that's one of his things there. He doesn't like to talk about that on the air, but he's a huge fan of Drake. Uh, can't get enough of him. Can't name one song. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we'll hear what Jerry Jones had to say here in a minute. We're doing a, uh, a funeral for the Dallas Cowboys. We're giving a eulogy for the 2019 Cowboys, even though they can still make the playoffs. We know they're not real. We know they're not real. Not even make the playoffs, host a playoff I, I game. Know. I know. It's, it's absurd and uh, all that. Now, on my way in, Eddie, I was here a little later than I normally am because I got I didn't get stopped by the police, but there was half a highway break. I don't know if you've seen this before because there's oversized. They were transporting an oversized truck that took up three lanes wow. on the highway. That is a big truck. And everyone's afraid of going past because they have a police escort. Yeah. And everyone's afraid of going past the police. But I've done this enough over the years driving and seen this at night. I, I know that they're not going to give a ticket. They just don't want you to hit the oversized truck so you can go past it. But everyone's afraid to drive past it because they're afraid they're going to get a ticket. And it's very frustrating because it's like a traffic break and you end up going about 30 miles an hour. And I'm like, it's the, you know, it's nighttime. There's no, what are we doing here? So I start cursing profanity and I'm like, oh, that God. always helps. Yeah. It made me feel better. And the other thing I do, Eddie, is you know, I'm not confrontational at all, but I will have the I will have my hand below the window so you can't see it, and I'd have the middle finger fully extended. I'm giving people the bird, but they don't know I'm giving them the bird. You know, I'm smiling while giving them the bird, and it makes me feel better. It makes me be that, feel That's all that matters. Uh, I actually give the bird all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, Feels good. I'm good. Uh, let's see. Easy Money says, if the Cowboys can win the NFC East with a subpar record, can the legendary Big Ben Maller run a radio show with a subpar maintenance department? Yeah, but listen, the sign's falling down. The, you know, they don't clean the trash on the weekends or holidays or things like that. And of course. Anthony in Anaheim says, Ben, I know you don't do shout-outs. Uh, please give Tammy in Montana a huge shout-out for hooking up Mason, little Mason, with awesome gifts. No, I'm not going to do that, Anthony. I am not going to give a shout-out to Tammy in Montana. And uh, Sorry, uh, you've, you've contacted the wrong show. I don't care that Mason's little hat there looks like he's, he's got his heads of football. I'm not gonna, I am not going to, to give a shout-out. I'm not going to have it. So I said we'd hear from, from Jarrah. Jerry Jones, and let's do that right now. And I was very excited. I anticipated what was going to be tremendous, tremendous uh, radio. Uh, Jerry Jones certainly looked like the Cowboys quit. Certainly looked like they quit in the second and third quarter of that game, and then they uh, rallied back in garbage time to fatten up their stats because everyone wants a contract. But anyway, uh, here is uh, Jerry Jones who says, despite column after column, that wants to put Jason Garrett's head in a guillotine, he is not, not thinking about all that. We won't be going anywhere until we can win a football game. They played us well enough tonight to deserve to win the football game. We did all of the things that you can do that cause you to lose football games in the game. There you go. Uh, Here's more from Jerry Jones, who says apparently he does not look at the standings. He does not believe in the standing gods. I don't care what the standings are, what the numbers are. We had thought that we could come up here and play a really fine football game team 
I mean, a, a good team play a fine football game and get our act where we're starting to look like a team that uh, could, if we buy a slim chance, get in the playoffs where we could win. We can't do that until we play and start winning the football games, and we've got three more to play. Uh, when we do that, we can go. All right, so, so Jerry also, again, tripled down on the fact that he's not firing uh, Jason Garrett, that that's not going to happen like when he gets back. Although I would like to see it right when the Cowboy plane lands in the Dallas area and uh, like a Lane Kiffin Larma, uh, tarmac firing. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, Hey, Jason, you've come back here. We've decided to fire you. Uh, please uh, please leave immediately. Uh, you're out of you're here. You're fired. Jerry Jones was also asked if the Cowboys quit. Like I said, I thought they quit. Uh, or he was asked if they're just not as talented as he assumed uh, they were before the season and during the early part of the season. And Jerry chose to pivot and not answer those questions like a good politician. He instead blamed the coaching. He said, "I'm just an answer from Jerry. So I'm questioning how to put together a coordinated one that complements each other, how, how to put together a team that can win a football game. Uh, it's obvious. Uh, Jerry, that was kind of vague and all over the place. Uh, Jerry Jones. Uh, Aikman, I don't know if you paid attention to the audio, but Aikman took some shots at Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett. And he, his line at the end in the fourth quarter was, I don't know how you come back from this. Was was his line? Well, I know how they're going to come back. They got another game to play next week, so they're going to show up and they're going to you know go through the motions and play like bunch of zombies, and then they'll go back and then they'll play uh, another game. That's how it's going to. That's how it's going to go. This must help uh, Jason Garrett though. That if that Giants job, they still want him. This must help these games by the Cowboys. They, I bet the Giants are like, man, I wish we get him. <laughs> At least Jerry did confirm, which everyone knows except the people that didn't watch the game, that the score did not indicate how bad the Bears. Uh, beat them. So the Cowboys now have uh, they won three of their last ten games and uh, another three-game losing streak for the Dallas Cowboys, but uh, he uh, has not changed his mind and is not going to fire, if you believe him, not going to fire Jason Garrett. He's just going to wait. This is good because technically he won't have to fire Garrett. Garrett's a sock puppet. He won't have to fire him. I'll tell you why. His contract's up in a month. So just wait and say, well, we just we didn't come up with a contract, and Jason's free now, and uh, we wish him well, and it, you know it's not him, it's us. You know, it's like whenever you break up with somebody, you use the same lines and all that. But uh, Jerry says he's not going to make a coaching change. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com, and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Ben mentioned it on yesterday's show. A former colleague of ours, Tim Ryan, who used to work at Fox Sports Radio. You got to say that in hushed tones, Eddie, when things like this happen. Well, radio analyst for we, the 49ers. He suspended we said former one game. NFL player. Yeah, suspended <laughs> for one game. Did you see uh, that Richard Sherman has come to his defense? I did see this. Yeah, Sherman yeah. shockingly didn't think it was all that bad that he talked about the color of Lamar Jackson's skin and camouflaging yeah. the football and. Yeah, he said what? in part um, that it was 100% an issue as far as them not being able to see the football because Lamar Jackson has dark skin with a dark jersey on. He said, quote, that's why it wasn't that offensive because what he was saying was a great point. It's been that way in any zone read scheme. The mesh point is always a tough point of contention. So if you add a dark jersey to it, it's going to make it even harder. Yeah, uh, racist. Part of the quote there. 
Fascinating. Yeah. Racist. Now, imagine if a white guy had said that. <laughs> oh, my God. You yeah. have uh, everyone up in arms, people with torches and signs protesting. Racist. Now, I have a theory. All right. Let me run this by you. I'll see if you're, you're with me on this. I was thinking about this when, when he came out, Sherman, and said this. My theory here, and tell me I'm wrong on this, is that Ryan, since he's a former NFL player, he's in the brotherhood, right? Tim Ryan. And he gets this, you know, he sits on the plane with the 49ers and all that. I have a theory that on the flight back or on the bus to the airport that Ryan was talking to Sherman and some of these other guys, and that came up. What what Tim Ryan said about Lamar Jackson came up. You know, boys being boys talking on the bus, and Ryan just parroted what he heard from Sherman or some of those other guys, and then you know all hell broke loose because he didn't realize you can't probably you know, in 2019, almost 2020, you can't say that. You buying that, Eddie? That there's a chance that Tim Ryan heard that or some version of that on the 49er bus or plane, and he just repeated it. because that reaction by Richard Sherman would tend to lead me to believe that yeah, that's that's what happened. I don't think it's an outrageous notion. Um, yeah, I yeah. think that could have happened. That, that seems, you know, I, I'm investigating this like Inspector yeah. Gadget. I, I Go, go, Gadget. I learned that when I was younger. And so that yeah. and the Scooby-Doo gang. Yeah. yeah, D. Ford, who plays for the 49ers as well, also yeah. said that uh, he was he was not offended by what, he, what Tim Ryan said. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking that that conversation came up and Tim Ryan just thought, well, these are what the guys on the team are saying, and then I'll just repeat it, you know, and... Uh, Voila. By no means is that racist or negative. Surprise, 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 right? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good time. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com. 15 minutes again. Now, geico.com. Check it out. Save you some money. So who's going to lose their job? Now, it sounds like Jason Garrett is not going to lose his job, although... Many people pointing out the greatest answer by Jerry Jones when asked specifically multiple times whether or not Jason Garrett would be coaching the Cowboys going forward. Jerry responded one of the times and said, everybody that's healthy will be coaching is the, the way he responded. So if, if Jason Garrett gets a cold or something like that, that means he won't be coaching the Cowboys next week. But who, the guy who's going to lose his job, you know who it is, Eddie? Who's going to be fired today? Gone. See you later. Today? Today. I predict today this guy's out. Take that for data. Well, maybe that guy, but no, uh, who? Who's going to uh, be fired? Brett Maurer, or Maurer, or whatever his name is, the kicker for the Cowboys. Who? Oh. He has missed kicks, I think, in six straight games. And check this out. Here's a fun fact Brett, about uh, Brett Maurer, or whatever his name is. Uh, he, Maher. Maher, that's right. I want to say Maher, Maher, or whatever, but Maher. Uh, Brett Maher has, he's only made 74% of his kicks in the NFL He's missed 17 kicks since 2018. There is not a single team in the NFL that, uh, other than the Cowboys that has missed that many. The next closest is missed 13. So he's got four more missed kicks than every other kicker in the NFL over the last couple of years. He was in the bottom third of kickers last year. And uh, Jerry apparently did after the game say he was not, not committed to Maher or whatever his name is. That's, uh, that's the deal. I predict he will be fired. Today, if not today, by the end of the weekend, gone. See you later. And he'll be kicking for the Patriots. He'll just go from the Cowboys to the Patriots, and then uh, that's how that's going to go. All right, to the phones and Brandon in Minnesota. Let's see. that We used to have a guy named Brandon that called the show, but he hasn't called the show in a long time because he changed jobs. Hello, Brandon. I'm back. Oh, he's back. Brandon's returned. Oh, thank God. Yes, I'm on the second tip now. Oh, so, okay. right. Yeah, my Vikings. 
Kirk Cousins, I was trashing him, and I was saying he wasn't that good. I'm like, what was that week four or something like that? But man, Kirk is doing un- unbelievable. Hey, uh, Brand- Brandon, we're, we're doing Brandon. We're doing a radio roast to the Cowboys here. We're not doing a, a, a Viking. Right. The Cowboys yeah, suck so with, bad. How bad? Their division sucks so bad. How bad? I think even the Rams should be like they should. I think what? the NFL should just let the Rams go in the playoffs at this point and just not allow the NFC East in. Well, well I'd be, I'd be, considering the Rams have no draft picks for like the next ten years, I'd be all for them making the playoffs. Might as well. I mean, they're not going to get anywhere because they really suck. Well, you but never hey. know. Any any given Sunday, I learned that in, in a movie theater years ago. Any given th- Sunday could happen. Yeah. True. True. Um, true that, boss. Yeah. True that. It's interesting though because uh, at the beginning of the season, we were thinking about how the Bears are sucky and whatnot, but now they're kind of knocking on the door. And then the they're not the Bears, Vikings, the Bears are not going to make the playoffs. Stop. Well, the, Stop. well, the issue is, what if they start winning all these games and they go against the Vikings? The Vikings suck at a time you cannot suck, which happens a lot. Don't be stealing my and material. Then they get kicked I, out. How dare you? Uh, no, listen. The, the, first of all, the the Rams are ahead of the Bears, but obviously play the Seahawks this weekend. But the Rams hold the tiebreaker with the Bears because they beat. They, uh, they already won against Chicago head-to-head. And the, the, the Bears, the rest of the way, the Bears have – if they win at Green Bay, then we, we start to have some. But they still got to play Kansas City and then the, the Vikings. They'd have to win all those games. They're not going to win all those games. They're not, they're not going to beat the Packers at Lambeau, beat the Chiefs at home, and beat the Vikings uh, to close the year. I, I just I don't, It doesn't make any sense to think that. And the, the Vikings already have one game in hand with the eight wins. So – all the Vikings have to do is they're playing the Lions. You can't beat the Lions. Two touchdown favorites against the Lions. I mean, the guy, they got an undrafted quarterback. What? No, that's the issue. When the Vikings are the favorites, then they suck. Like, no, they, 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 they might not cover. Listen, listen, I'll probably end up taking uh, the Lions to cover the spread, but the Vikings are going to win the game, and then after that, they play the Chargers. That's going to be like a Viking home game. There'll be more purple at that game than anything else in, in L.A. when the Vikings are there. Well, thank you for giving me some hope, though. Yeah. And uh, also, right. I, oh, you have more. Uh, you have a lot of content, yeah. Brandon. You're full of content. I've talked to you for a while. I know. I thought uh, you were I never coming back. Little, yeah. I took a, <laughs> I took a little glimpse at the NBA uh, standings right now, and for some reason, the LA Lakers are on top, and not your Clippers that you said you're going to be up on top. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. That's that's part of the plan. It's part of the mother plan of Doc Rivers. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So they. Like it's called it's, uh, two, uh, two, two words: load management. Slow lane. Let me tell you how this works. Now I love road management. So you go in the slow lane, and then when the playoffs come, you cross over, you change lanes, you put your blinker on, and you go to the fast lane. And see, if you drive, it's kind of like, are you a fan of horse racing, Brandon? You ever been to the track? No, I haven't. You have not. All right. So, but, all right. I, I, I've dabbled in it. Uh, you go to the track, and hand to God, whatever horse is leading at the quarter pole, Almost never wins the race, right? It almost never wins the race. You you start out kind of the most horses that win horse races start in the middle of the pack, and then down the stretch they come. Then they turn on, they go turbo. Time. And then the Timberwolves come ahead and they beat them. Bam! All right, Brandon, stop doing bath salts, okay? Come on, it's a bad job by you. It's unbecoming. All right, thank you. Uh, go go away. I'm hanging up on you. That's a second shift, Brandon. Now, where he go? Let me hang up on him here. I think he's locked in. There we go. It's a Make sure that works. Want him on the air? Be a prop. Somebody asked me where Doc Mike's been. I think he went to Ecuador. I think Doc took off to Ecuador. Who is that, Shirley? No, Shirley did not go to Ecuador. Wouldn't it be great to 
get a documentary crew and follow our, our caller, Doc Mike, around Ecuador. Oh, my God. I hear they treat him like a king, according to Doc, Eddie. Yeah, that's what he told me when I met up with him in Chicago. Yeah. So like, they've got a sign like on the town when you walk when you come into the town, the you know home of Doc Mike. Yeah, no, you're not exaggerating. Well, that's what he told us, and yeah. I, I remind. I, here's what I think that looks like. Remember, like you know, coming to America, and they had the rose petals when the people walk. Like I imagine when Doc gets to Ecuador, there are people with a basket of rose petals that just wherever he walks, they just throw rose petals down. Uh, it's, they dropped the guillotine on him too. Yeah. Because if I guarantee you, if Doc Mike was still in Chicago and not had not gone to Ecuador, this is a night he would call, and and he'd say, "Well, the Bears they stopped drinking, and that's why they're winning. They stopped drinking, and that's why they're winning these games." Yeah. <laughs> He's like Dick and Dayton, though. He doesn't really watch the games, right? He no, just, he just no, talks no. about it. Most of these guys don't watch the games. They just call up. They don't even know who the teams are. Like that Mr. Nice Guy stopped watching sports like seven years ago, but he still listens to the show every night, but he doesn't really like sports. Anyway, here's the Who Am I game. Los Angeles Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams, generically named, is currently on pace for over 1,000 receiving yards, but has not scored a touchdown this season. I am the last player to go over 1,000 receiving yards and not get a touchdown. Who am I? The answer... Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. You stand out for most radio listeners. As you can tell, we are not like those other generic sports talkers. On the Ben Maller Show, for better or worse, we are unique. Help us stay that way by joining our Facebook family. You can interact with other P1 friends of the show. It's harmless and it's free. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll pay off the Who Am I game in a minute. Rickster from the bus writes, and he says, you know when Boise State plays on the blue field with the blue jerseys, an analyst commented on how hard it was to see them. It offended all the Smurfs, according to the uh, the Rickster on the bus. Uh, who else do we have here? Let's see. Uh, Ozzy Guy, uh, shout out to Tammy, but uh, I want to know where the gifts from my baby boy are. Uh, so now the Ozzy Guy is demanding uh, some gifts. I don't think that's going to work. I don't think that'll go so well. Here's the Who Am I game. Mike Williams of the Chargers is currently on pace for over 1,000 receiving yards, but he has not scored this season. I'm the last player to finish with 1,000-plus receiving yards and no touchdowns. Adrian, the pokey pokey bokey man's going with Michael Jackson. Mother Goose from our friend Inca Terror, the fine, trained, classical musician. He's going to make us a song one of these days, like an opening song for the show. I'm waiting for that. We'll play that all the time. Uh, who else do we have here? There's Slim Rick Majerus, guest by Big Lou. Dwayne Bow from Screaming Possum. Let's see here. Justin's going with a racist. Uh, Christina in Spokane says Scooby-Doo. Ed from Spokane is going with Wes Welker and a bunch of other answers. They're just carpet bombing my Twitter feed. It's a bad job by you. Craig in Pennsylvania is going with Plaxico Burris as his answer. Willie Galt from Dante. Al Toon from Manic Mike. Parker the Snow Dog in Denver is going with Tim Dwight as the answer. Michael Dupree from Todd. Let's see, who else do we have? Page down. Pee Wee Herman from Dan, the Raider fan. And Craig is going with Chef Boy RD as his answer. Do you have an answer, Eddie? Uh, yes, I'm going to go with Wayne Krebet. Wayne Krebet. Is it Wayne Krebet? No. 
It's not Wayne Corbett. The correct answer, though, Eddie, it's a trick question. It's never happened. Mike Williams could become the first player in NFL history to get 1,000 receiving yards and not score a touchdown. He's on pace to do that. Nobody in NFL history has reached that number and not gotten in the end zone. And keep in mind, Williams is averaging over 20 yards per catch, and yet no touchdowns. So that means from the 20 to the 40 and from the 40 to the 20, but not anything after that. Uh, for for him, let's go to Anthony in the Bay Area. What's going on, Anthony? Hey, hello, gentlemen. Who's the Mitch now? Uh, your phone blows. I don't know. Your phone sounds like the Cowboys' defense performed. Uh, I hear you. They, they got a bunch of gutless fans. I don't hear them calling in. Oh yeah. Oh, that's, and now we hear you calling their fans uh, gutless. And uh, yeah. Well, you know what happened? The Cowboy fans—they go into hiding when their team loses. When they win, I'm telling you, Cowboy Dan would have been the first guy calling up to say, "Oh, how about the Cowboys, Ben?" Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Bears are on the rise. We all know this. Yeah. They're on the... <laughs> Just wait till next year, right? Next year, the Bears are gonna be great. Keep Matt Nagy, sign Trubisky to an extension. Yeah. Overlook the uh, fact that he sucked for the first 11 games of the year, but you can overlook that, right? Come on. I wouldn't say all that, but uh, we're still in it. Yeah. Okay. Not, not really, but uh, bear pride, right? Don't hibernate. Well, I guess when you go to bear bed, down. you do. Yeah, bear there down. you go. That's right. Bear down. All right. Thank you, Anthony. A tremendous phone call and uh, really entertaining the masses. People that call the show very... Very, very entertained. Time now for, let's get to it. Here we go. It is the NFL Pick'em for the card on Sunday, the weekend that is in the NFL. We'll each pick four players, and whoever gets the most fantasy points will be declared. And five deemed. players, isn't it? Oh, yes, yeah, five players. That's right. Uh, two receivers, tight end, running back, quarterback. And let's get the party started here. Who is going first? Ben, that would be me. All right. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Oh, it's, it's Eddie. Eddie. Oh, Eddie. oh, look at that. Who right. tried to put himself in the number one seat? Look at that. <laughs> uh, I, what a I, weasel. I lost by like a point. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Let's go with uh, Aaron Rodgers against those mighty Washington All Redskins. right. Oh, that's, uh, that's kind of a weak pick by you. Koopa Loop. I'm going to go with Run CMC. All right. Uh, give me, let's see here, any, meeny, miny, mo. I'm going to take Derek Henry. I'm going to take Derek Henry. Roberto. Uh, go with. Take your time. Yeah, I'll take my time. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. All right. And one more. Derrick Henry. I just picked him. I literally 40 <laughs> seconds ago picked Derrick Henry. I didn't hear you. It wasn't even 40 seconds ago. Yeah. Nick Chubb. All right. Uh, now you've completely botched the clock. I will take George Kittle of the 49ers. A Kuba Loop. been doing great the past couple uh, weeks. He's due for a big one. Uh, Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Eh, eh. Tough match. All right, Eddie, back to back, Eddie. Here. Let's go uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Travis Kelsey. All right, uh, you're done. Uh, Koopa Loop. I'm not done. Well, you're not, you're not done. Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, that hurts. Uh, I will take, uh, give me Tyreek Hill. He usually has a touchdown against the Patriots. Roberto. Devontae Adams. All right, one more. Hurry up. Chop, chop. Uh, Hurry up. Chris Godwin. All right, um, give me <laughs> uh, DJ Moore of the Panthers. Koopa Loop. Cortland Sutton. Uh, sounds like a golfer. Eddie, back-to-back. Uh, let's go with uh, Josh Jacobs All right. and Cooper Cup. All right. I want to take uh, – oh, go ahead, Coop. I'm sorry. Oh, um, I will go Hurry with up. Drew Locke. All right. I'm going to – oh, wow. I'm going to take Kirk Cousins to slice Drew up the Lions. Locke. All right. Oh R- Darren Waller. Yeah, Coop doesn't want to win. He just gets <laughs> – he tanked the game. He tanked the game. 
<laughs> hey, pick Derrick Henry again. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's jonas knox job searching can be a lonely process endless searching phone calls that go nowhere applications that vanish it's time for a better way to find a job express employment professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search go to expresspros.com to find the office near you each year tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of express employment professionals and express helps people find all kinds of jobs from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Your eyes and ears are deceiving you. That's clearly the case. Welcome. 
Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Simply visit geico.com. Get a free rate quote. So we're going to talk about a star receiver in the NFL that apparently apparently uh, could be on uh, the move, could be on the move. We'll get to that coming up in a bit. But the big story, last night, Soldier Field, Chicago. Jason Garrett and the woebegone, pitiful, sorry-ass Dallas Cowboys came out like gangbusters, played great in the first quarter, had this amazing drive, and uh, went down 75 yards, 17 plays, eight half the first quarter up. You thought, man, they're back. The Cowboys are back. That looked like the 90s Cowboys with Aikman and Emmett and Michael Irvin. And then the rest of the game, well, until the start of the fourth quarter, when the game was already over, the Cowboys did uh, pretty much nothing. They did pretty much nothing the rest of the way. And it's clear to anyone that has working eyeballs or working eardrums, so even our friend like Blind Scott, can see what's going on here, that the Cowboys quit. Uh, they, they didn't play well, but they didn't play hard. They didn't play hard uh, for whatever reason. And Jason Garrett, though, he the clapper, the clapper who's in the crapper, Jason Garrett, the coach, the embattled coach of the Cowboys, the, the first rule of coaching Fight Club is you can never admit your team quit. And I'll tell you why. Because if you admit your team quit – you then get whacked because that's you. You can play bad, you can lose, but you can't not give effort, right? And so coaches always have to say, "No, no, we played hard." It didn't look like they played hard. Uh, they were the tackling was sloppy, and they were you know tackling guys and, and bare running backs and and pass catchers were like running several yards with cowboy players on their back, uh, which is which is pretty crazy. But Garrett's like, wow, we just didn't play well. But we didn't quit. We did not quit, uh, quit at all. And the it's, it's open season. It's uh, Everyone gets a swing at the Dallas Cowboys. But Jerry Jones says uh, he's not. He reiterated he is not going to fire Jason Garrett. So if you were hoping for that, it didn't happen. But uh, sometimes people lie. Sometimes people lie. And so it's possible, maybe on that flight back to, uh, from Chicago to, to the Dallas area, that Jerry will – have a change of heart. But he said no. Uh, more on that is the the Cowboys. They only won by – the Bears, rather, won by a touchdown, but they were up by 17 points most of the game. Uh, moving on. Speaking of moving on, is Odell Beckham on the move here? High expectations have not exactly worked out. The Chicago Bears were the top pick in the NFC. The Cleveland Browns were the popular pick by popular people. The bandwagoner in Cleveland, and uh, things have not gone so well. Which leads us to the curious case of Odell Beck. Now, Odell held court. I don't know if you had a chance to hear any of this. If not, we have some audio here in a second. But OBJ does not sound thrilled with the prospect of being back with the Cleveland Browns in 2020. And he gave a vague response when asked, about his future. So let's go to the audio tape. Uh, here is Odell Beckham, who dabbled in sports cliche mode here about his plans uh, in the future for the Browns. What's the future hold? Um, I don't know that. I don't know the answers for that. You know, right now I'm just taking it a day at a time, trying to finish the season healthy, um, trying to win these last four games and see what happens. 
It's one game at a time. So he went through sportscliche.com. Here's more from Odell Beckham commenting on his future in Cleveland, and he he rambled, stumbled, and bumbled, and then he talked about a higher power that somehow that's involved in all this. No one knows what the future holds like tomorrow. Like I, don't, right, okay. I, I couldn't tell you what's going to happen. I couldn't sit here and, and tell you whether I'm going to be here, want to be here, don't want to be here. This is exactly where I'm at now, and I wouldn't rather be anywhere else. It's something that, like I said, God has a plan. In the offseason, everything will figure itself out. Yeah. So... God is worried about the Cleveland Browns transactions uh, in the offseason. The, the, the big person uh, is, uh, is hoping that the Browns make some good moves here. The key part of that is I can't tell you that I want to be here. <laughs> That's the part that raised eyebrows and all that. He also praised his buddy Jarvis Landry and certainly implied that that's like the only reason he likes playing for the Browns is that his locker is right next to Jarvis Landry. Uh, but it's very tepid in his comments about the Browns. So let's discuss, will Odell Beckham be playing in a Browns uniform week one of the 2020 NFL season? Now, I'm going to put my money on no. I, this has all the ingredients and all the, all the evidence at this moment is pointing to Odell Beckham not being in Cleveland. Now, my observation, you've got the beachfront bungalow, Molotov cocktail, and showgirls. And, and we will combine all of this together. Now, number one, uh, Odell Beckham. Number one. I think this is an understatement. No, not, the, not the happiest guy, right? I mean, he, he's never had the greatest body language in the world, but you know, making out with the kicking net and all that stuff back when he was with the Giants. Uh, but it, it's gotten really bad of late. Now, I don't watch every second of every Browns game. I don't. But unmet expectations are wearing on Beck. He's supposed to be the big star. He was the biggest star in football when he played for the Giants. Not anymore. He's he's not a ham and egger, but he's not much better than a ham and egger. And uh, this season has been a buzzkill. Odell Beckham assumed the position that by going from the Giants to a team that was perceived to be on the rise in Cleveland, that he would be the missing piece, and he would help the Browns to the playoffs at the very worst, if not the Super Bowl. Instead, he has put up rather cookie-cutter numbers, nothing unremarkable from Odell Beckham, certainly not a Hall of Fame season. It's been unmemorable uh, for Beckham. And OBJ, he played, uh, keep in mind, he played on some dumpster fire teams with the Giants. Like, they've been bad, real bad. Big Blue has been bad for a long time. But he was always in the limelight. It's part of being in New York, uh, even you know, not so much with the Jets, but on the Giants. And, and not only are the Browns mediocre, but they also are not getting the worship that he needs from the media. Like Beckham thrives on that. He needs that in his bloodstream here. Beckham is a classical prima donna receiver. Now, he's not reached the, the mountaintop like Antonio Brown, but nobody, nobody at this moment is bowing down to kiss the ring or kiss the boot of Odell Beckham. So it makes sense, right, looking at this logically, that he is he's disgusted enough that he would start to examine an exit strategy. Like, how can I get out of this? And if this was like a, uh, a vacation conversation, Odell Beckham thought falsely that he was going to stay at a tropical beachfront bungalow. Uh, exotic vacation, great service, the whole thing. And uh, he'd win. And it would be good for his brand and all that. Instead, 
his vacation is taking place at a dilapidated halfway house with cockroaches from our friend Helmet Man all over the floor and bed bugs. That's essentially what's been going on. Right? That's essentially what's been going on. Now the second thing here, even though obviously it's it's gone sideways in northern Ohio, Beckham is gonna have an opportunity, if he wants, to force his way out. Like he's got enough juice, Beckham. If you don't want to be there, he can get out of there. He can skedaddle out of town. And the Browns, it's possible they don't want him. Like it's, it's possible that it's a mutual decision. The Browns are going to do inventory on everything this offseason. And John Dorsey is a bit of a wackadoodle himself. John Dorsey may decide to just throw a Molotov cocktail into the locker room and uh, kaboom, uh, and just uh, blow the thing up. It's a combustible mix as it is. Sanitize the lockers, remove the asbestos, and leave Cleveland away from Beckham. Go to Splitsville, have a divorce, and it's a win-win situation. Beckham, he's, he's got value. Like It would it would allow the Browns to get something in return for him and let Beckham find a bigger stage. The obvious connection here, if you're looking to connect the dots, is the Patriots, right? Assuming Tom Brady does come back in 2020, Bill Belichick has no choice. He has to get some legitimate professional pass catchers other than Julian Edelman. He's got to. And keep in mind that Belichick was so smitten, so smitten with Odell Beckham in the past that the Patriots allegedly tried to trade for Beckham in the offseason. Remember the story was the Giants were so paranoid about Beckham going to the Patriots and playing like Randy Moss did when he went to the Patriots years ago that they would not trade him because they have some kind of Belichick derangement syndrome, and they didn't want want Beckham to haunt them with the Patriots. So the Giants would not trade him to the Patriots. Now, I'm guessing the Browns don't suffer from that same neurosis, that they don't. And if the Patriots offer you know, a first-round pick, end of the first round, I think they traded their second-round pick for Mohamed Sanu, how do you do? Uh, but uh, after living the OBJ life, uh, the Browns could certainly be singing a different tune here. They could sing a different tune. And New England would give Beckham a chance to have a career renaissance, to to boomerang back. He'd be right back in the spotlight and the limelight and all that. And if you dabble with Antonio Brown, you can certainly dabble with this guy. Right? I mean, you do the Mamba with Odell Beckham. That's how you do it. All right, uh, final point. So if not the Patriots, we will see a medley, an absolute medley of teams that will kick the tires on Beckham uh, if this plays out in real time, obviously this is an off-season story, but it's never too soon to get a jump on the off-season. Beauty is only skin deep, but it energizes the fan base. Like Beckham is good for the business of football. Sell a few more tickets, sell a few more jerseys, blah, 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 blah. Get a little buzz going. And I would think, if not the Patriots, Seattle would look that direction. Pete Carroll ain't afraid of no diva at the wide receiver position uh, or any other position. And it just looks like Cleveland is too dull for Beckham. Now, I don't know that Seattle would provide the the spotlight uh, for Beckham. But he, if he wants debauchery, if that's what he's looking for, then why don't we give him showgirls and palm trees? Two other options. How about John Gruden making Odell Beckham the centerpiece of the new Las Vegas Raiders? The greatness of the Raiders. you got to have a headliner on the strip in Vegas, and the Raiders are going to be playing on the strip in Vegas. you got to have a headliner. They don't really have a headliner right now. Derek Carr doesn't pass the muster. So you got to get a headliner. Beckham would be a headliner on top of the casino there. You can say, come see Odell Beckham performing with the Beckhamettes on the stage. 
right? Headliner in Vegas. If not the Raiders, how about the Rams? The Rams have to be active. You say, well, they don't have any draft picks. The Browns won't trade uh, Beckham to the Rams. Rams had some interest in Odell Beckham when he was with the Giants. They kicked the tires on Beckham when he was with the Giants. They don't have the draft picks. How about this? Flip Brandon Cooks and some other players have an old-fashioned NFL trade where you you know you trade. Now Cooks has had some concussion problems, but assuming he's all right, you trade him and some other players to Cleveland, and Beckham gets to go to La La Land, and he can live in Malibu and uh, knock himself out there with all those C and D list celebrities in Calabasas and all that. Have a wonderful time. Have the lamb stopped screaming? Uh, they have not. They're very big game Sunday night. I know Al Michaels is excited. Even if the game's terrible, Al Michaels is excited because he can you drive. You can really caca it up. Well, no, he lives in Brentwood, so he just has to he has to jump on the freeway there and cross over, gets on the 405, then goes down to the 10, goes across the west side of Los Angeles, and then he has to get off uh, in a kind of a shady part of L.A. to go to the Coliseum. But I'm sure Al's got, like, bulletproof windows and things like that, so I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be all right. All right, let's go to the phones. And a former caller of the year on the Ben Maller Show is Blind Scott. Hello, Blind Scott. Hey, it's my birthday today. I was born on uh, Pearl Harbor Day, too, but I'm, I'm 37. and uh, well, Happy know, happy what, birthday. Happy, you know, happy birthday. It's better to you do it on your man. birthday than call overnight radio like a bunch of times, you know what I mean? And yeah, it's, a, it's really a dream. You know, you know, when you were a little kid growing up, Blind Scott, you probably thought, well, someday I'll be 37, closing in on 40, and I hope my life has me calling a pathetic overnight radio show. And here you are. Wait, You're living your dream. What did, he, what did you yeah. say about Pearl Harbor? Actually, the show is the only thing. I, don't know, no, I was per- born on Pearl Harbor Day. so like, Wasn't that the 7th? Oh, the day before, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he actually, was close. He was uh, he was close, and that's really much like Maller Math, right, Blind Scott? As long as you're close, you're okay. Yeah, Britney Spears was born the day after me, so she was actually born on Pearl Harbor Day. I, I'm just trying to throw down some facts here for my birthday, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. pretty famous. So what does, a, what does a legendary caller like Blind Scott do to celebrate his birthday? Do, do the people there on the north end of Boston regale you with gifts and uh, and, uh, and baked goods? Like, well, How does this go down for a legend like uh, well, Blind Scott? Most of the people in the neighborhood are afraid of me. On Thanksgiving, I, I stacked all the trash up to like 20 feet high because they didn't pick it up uh, at the end of the street. So I don't think that will be happening. But they, but you can go to marijuana dispensaries, and they give you free weed on your birthday. So that's what I'm doing today. I'm going to like three different ones, you know what I mean? <laughs> does, uh, does Denny still give out the free uh, Grand Slam breakfast or whatever? They used to give a free meal out on your birthday. Yeah, you, you got to find all the restaurants to give out freebies, and you just got to hit those blinds. I do the freebies. Like when I go into CVS, sometimes if the line's too long, I just walk right out the front door. I make it like it's too confusing, and I call those freebies too. Or like I load up the shopping bags at the grocery store, and if nobody comes to help me for two long i'm just like out the front door those are blind scott freebies so like every yeah. day is kind of like my first so you're day, you just saying I mean? you shoplift if you don't know you just take the stuff and just walk out and since you're blind they feel pity on you and you just uh you get away with it is that what you're saying oh yeah yeah, yeah. especially uh-huh. like with my with minorities they're afraid of dogs so they don't want to come near me and they they work at a lot of these service jobs so they just they open up the gates for me for it you know what i mean so they so, just allow um, you to get whatever you want and uh, wow i should have you go shopping for me at, at cvs yeah. next time i need some drugs I'll yeah, send for you some in. reason people think my dog's an attack dog it's a service animal it's not an attack dog you know it's like it's yeah. pretty well strange. kramer though did attack that waitress that i remember a couple uh a couple years ago remember we were at that pizza oh, yeah. place and he attacked the waitress yeah, yeah yeah the famous meetup that we had when i didn't eat you know yeah yeah we bought all this food and you didn't eat a damn thing oh, I, I wish, felt like a fat know, pig I, I, yeah. 
the biggest regret I ever had, I was going to say the most consistent thing in my life is a show, but I had a chance to meet Jerry Callahan right before they got rid of him. I, I wish I went in there and ripped that Who? guy. That's the big uh, Jerry uh, Callahan. Wait, you, want, you don't like him, though, right? You don't agree with him. No, but, but I almost got to go face-to-face with him. Are you, you going to debate him? You're going to debate him? Yeah, all right. Yeah, you uh, had me almost face-to-face with him. Well, you know I love Jerry. I, mean? I hope Jerry's all right. I know you hate him, but I like Jerry. I think he's pretty good. I hope he lands on his feet. I think he's getting paid a ton of money in Severance, so I think he's all right. Yeah, you get a uh, podcast or something, you know? Uh, everyone's Somebody got a podcast. Even I got a podcast. Everyone's got a podcast. I, I got to go. Happy birthday, Blindscape. All right, you got to hang up there. Go away. All right, so the Ben Maller Show. We'll press on. We'll take some more of these calls. And uh, 877-99 on Fox is the number. And it really is your doppelganger. It really is your doppelganger. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. The Ben Maller Show, Great Britain's biggest and best breakfast show. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Oxygen, water, and Twitter are all necessary to sustain life on The Ben Maller Show. Express yourself and we... May read your thoughts on the radio. You can follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones. He is doing so, though, with an empty stomach. He thought we were getting fat salads tonight. That didn't work out for him. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio I can't believe Network. a listener would flake on us. Yeah. Am I the only idiot that didn't eat? Well, I text you, Coop, in the afternoon, and I, I asked you, because I, I was like, well, should I eat dinner tonight? If we're getting sandwiches, I'm not eating. You never got back to us, yeah. so I just ate dinner. Same here. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not exactly what you said. You said odds that we get fat sales. Well, that was my way of asking. That was my way of asking. So, By the way, did I mention Coop's uh, Twitter right, I don't know. At don't know. Uh, UH Bronco fan? You didn't go, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Made a bad choice. Uh, and now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, uh, it's Ben Maller. J.J. and Renton writes and says, Ben, we have enough receivers in Seattle. We don't need more. Plus, if Clowney is healthy, he's going to need uh, money. And Jaron Reed also, we, we won't pay a wide receiver that much money. That's J.J. who's a shadow executive for the Seattle Seahawks. You think J.J. is going to show up at this Maller man march in Seattle on December 29th? You think he'll be there? No. By the way, it's, a, it's confirmed, Eddie. It's going to happen. Wow. It's going to happen. So the wife will okay it finally? Well, she's not going. Uh, oh. Members of the Maller Militia have stepped up, Eddie. We will have uh, two events. Uh, we, we don't have all the logistics yet, but uh, Saturday there'll be something, and then Sunday for the Seahawks 49ers game at the end of the month. That'll be, And that's the week 17 in the NFL. So you're going to the game? Uh, well, that's up to the Seahawks. Ah. <laughs> I think I'm going to the game, but I'm still waiting for official uh-huh. confirmation. Otherwise, I'll just go to a bar and watch the game. And that's a, fine. Yeah, going to have a meet and greet somewhere? Uh, well, we're going to parade around. Ed in Spokane, oh, Christina in Spokane, have a bullhorn. They that have signs. Big Ben Yeah. Jay Scoop. He's a, he's a big part of this, a, a key part of this event, and Jay Scoop will be there, and he's back-to-back talent show winner, and uh, he'll be out there. And some Several other people have contacted me and uh, say they want to show up. I, the rumor is Robbie the Mariner fan could be there. We could have Robbie. So um, I'm excited about that. We're going to have a good time with that. It is the Ben Maller Show to the phones we go, and always annoying, Joe the Astro fan in San Antonio. Hello, Joe the Astro fan. <laughs> How dare you, Ben? You know I'm a Dodgers fan. Now you announced during the going, during the playoffs, you announced that you were now an Astros fan. You announced you dis no, I, you disowned the Dodgers. I like, what? I like the Astros. Yeah, that's because okay. their their nickname's the A holes. That's why you like them. Yeah, they're a bunch of, they're a bunch of cheaters. 
I'm calling you as a disgruntled Cowboys fan. I've oh. told you before that my first game watching the, the Cowboys was the Ice Bowl as a 10-year-old youngster. And I cried at the end of the game, and my dad said, don't cry. If you lose, you go back, and you come back and try harder. Yeah. My, my worst fear is that I'm going to be on my deathbed and crying at another Cowboys game. There well, are well, Joe, Joe. No, wait, let me, oh, you're let not me done? Oh, he's not done. Well, I don't know that I want to let you finish. I don't know. You're, you're very wordy today. There are 1.697 billion things wrong with the Astros. I mean, with the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it starts with the owner and then the coach. Yeah. And, and it trickles down. Joe, you've already been on your deathbed, so you don't have to worry about it. You you can return again. You you've come back from the dead. You've essentially come, you'd admit that, right, Joe? You've come back from the other side. Yes. No. Well, yeah, I know what it's like. You know, it's not that bad. Oh, really? They they drug you up for you. You have no idea what's going on. They just give you. They just give you morphine. That's it. Give you a lot of morphine and other stuff, harder stuff than that, and then you're you're good. All right, Joe. The morphine, the morphine pump is a beautiful thing. I and I walked you. out of the hospital yeah. wearing a fentanyl patch. Look at that. You could, well, there's a, there's a joke there, but I don't know that it's probably doing too soon. I don't think I can say the joke, but maybe Coop will say that in lame jokes. Uh, all right, Joe. Fascinating as always. Just riveting. You are a riveting caller, Joe. And, uh, oh, thank you, Ben. Love you all. Yeah. All right. I got Hot Take Joe, Corpus Joe in San Antonio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. About a couple days ago, we uh, talked a little bit about that uh, overtime game between the Rockets and Spurs. Yes. Of course, uh, Double the, overtime, the, Eddie, the, not just one yeah, overtime. The highlight of that was uh, the missed call by the officials on a dunk from James Harden that yeah. actually went through the hoop, but uh, they missed it. And, uh, well, a lot of people missed it, but they didn't review it. And, uh, well, the Houston Rockets apparently were confident that the league would step in and do them right. They would uh, yeah. either have them replay the final seven minutes of the game, or they would just award the Rockets the victory. Well, that did not happen, and now the Rockets are uh, trying some uh, desperation. They have officially filed a protest uh, over this game. They had 48 hours to do it, so they get it just under the wire. Both teams now have five days to provide relevant evidence. Commissioner Adam Silver then has five additional days to uh, rule on the official protest yeah. of the Houston Rockets. They have no case. None. Uh, because they had so many opportunities to win the game. And uh, it, it's, it's it was seven minutes and fifty seconds ago. Weren't they up by fifteen points uh, yeah, or, or something like that, or thirteen right, yeah. points? And uh, and they had two overtime periods to win the game. Stop. I mean, I know there's something in the water in Houston where all these teams have to bitch and complain, but it's I mean, it's ridiculous. Okay. Can you ever remember a protest in the NBA? That was, I do actually. There was yeah. a uh, one with the Suns and uh, Shaquille O'Neal, and I think they actually replayed oh, the, the end of the. Yeah, I think they replayed the Did end they of the really? game. They fouled out Shaq. Yeah, they yeah. played that the last. Wow. Yeah, they called uh, Shaq. They said he fouled out, but I think he had five fouls. Yeah. and uh, yeah, that was a compelling. And they still ma- lost anyway. But compelling Mallor monologues, though. I mean, that was uh, 
That was good. How about that? There you go. How about that? Good stuff. All right. Uh, great news, Eddie. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com and see how much you could save. All right? It's very simple. That's it. So you have a doppelganger. Uh, we have some audio here. You got to hear this. We're going to get to Mallard of the third degree in a second, but I wanted to play this audio. So this comes to us from the New England Patriots. And the safety coach for the Patriots is Steve Belichick. If that name sounds familiar, he's the spawn of Bill Belichick. And if you think that it's possible Steve Belichick was maybe adopted or something along those lines, uh, I'm relatively confident once you hear this soundbite, there is 0.0.0.0.0% chance that Steve Belichick happened to be adopted. Uh, this is amazing. So he's talking in the Patriot locker room. They didn't talk very often. And listen, this is not Bill Belichick. This is his kid. I haven't really thought about how it correlates. It's just trying to do my thing, and I think that that's what's best. So that's what we're trying to do. Steve, Phil asked you about the chores. Do you have a memory of your first football chore or one of your first football chores that he asked you to do? Yeah, I got a couple memories of those. And you want to share? Are good? Uh, yeah, those are... Between me and him, yeah. What's the best way to build? We laugh about him now. When did you first start watching film? Like he started when he was in high school. Um, uh, I've been watching it for a while. Uh, like I said, football is my thing. Um, I remember watching primetime with Chris Berman back when I lived in Cleveland. and Way back. Watching highlights, learning, going into my dad's office in uh, Cleveland, spending time there trying to watch film. Like I said, I don't I think I knew what I was doing, but I was trying. So other kids were watching cartoons, you were watching film? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I just wanted to spend time around football, spend time around my dad. Any yeah. shot you can tell us who's calling plays on your defense? I got it wrong. <laughs> there it is. All right, so does, I mean, does, does Bill, like, teach a class on how to deal? Because it sounds he's doing the whole Bill Belichick thing. That's Steve Belichick. Like around dinner, you know, usually at dinner, hey, how's your day going? What's going on? Uh, Bill Belichick's teaching a class on how to be a douche to the media, you know, how, how to not answer any questions. All right, that was pretty good. That was good stuff from Steve Belichick, who a couple years ago I thought, well, that guy's going to be the heir apparent. Forget Josh McDaniels. Go from one Belichick to another Belichick and have the Belichickian dynasty for like 40 years of the Patriots will just be Belichicks. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And we bring in the Coop Dalu. There are reports surfacing that the Jaguars aren't ready to give up on Nick Foles. Apparently, they could opt to get rid of Doug Marone instead. Uh, what do you think the odds are of this happening, Ben? Well, first of all, listen, Tom Coughlin, for now, is the one calling the shots in Jacksonville, and he appears to be relatively slow to do anything, right? I mean, he's like he's taking a nap while the franchise is in smoldering mode there in Jacksonville. Nick Foles, I don't buy that he's going anywhere. I mean, the, the sucker in the room that got Nick Foles is Jacksonville. Can they find another sucker to take Nick Foles? Right, Unless they're able to foist that terrible contract and all that guaranteed money on some other sucker, uh, he is doomed to return to Jacksonville. He's a backup quarterback who had a nice little carpet ride in the playoffs with Philadelphia. He's a second-tier starting quarterback. Hell, he's a third-tier starting quarterback the way he's played. Secondly, like Doug Marone deservedly is under scrutiny in Jacksonville as he he should. Listen, he deserves to be. 
the Jags are not only a team, they're they're a team that is just a meddling, middle-of-the-pack, nothing spectacular team. They've been all over the map. They've had some really good performances mixed in with some terrible performances. It's up to Shad Khan. Obviously, he's the one that calls the shots. The owner, he's the wild card here. I believe there's a chance that not only does Marone go, but they, they blow the thing up, right? They blow the thing up, and Coughlin's gone. Some of those other executives that are below Coughlin, and they get blamed for Nick Foles. But I think the odds, I don't think that's likely to happen. I think about 35% chance. So I think there's more of a chance that Marone is back. But we could see the blow-up thing from Jacksonville. All right, next. Ben, the Seahawks or 49ers will likely finish the season at 13-3 and or 12-4. and yep. And yet they will have to travel to either Philadelphia or Dallas to play a team that will be 8-8 eight eight or worse. Oh, God forbid. Uh, this is a problem the NBA has as well, but to a lesser extent since it's not single elimination. Do you think the NFL will ever revise the playoff seating? Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think they're going to make any major changes. If anything, they're going to add more teams, which is going to make this more convoluted because that's what TV wants. The TV people want more playoff football because that's a guaranteed ratings win playoff football in America. But A, the, the NFL has spent decades promoting, much like the NCAA promotes student-athlete and that dogma about student-athlete, well, the NFL is like how important divisions are, right? The rivalries between the Cowboys and the Redskins and the Bears and the Packers and the Rams and 49ers and all the other rivalries. That's generations of equity into the divisional format. And the thing that's that's really amusing about this is that this divisional format only exists because of air travel not being that good. And the fact that in the early days of pro sports, people had to travel by trains and it was a big pain in the ass to go anywhere. It's actually outdated, right? It's kind of like saying I'd rather use a typewriter than a computer, but it continues because people are used to it and people don't like to change. And, and B, I, I, I'd make the one thing I would do. Right, which is just window dressing on wild card weekend. If the divisional winner has a worse record than the the wild card team, right, I would make them the home team. That's a that's a compromise. It's a small compromise, meaning that, for example, this year in the NFC, the 49ers instead of the Cowboys would be at home. But I don't think like there's a pit of vipers in Arlington waiting for the 49ers. I it doesn't matter where you play the Cowboys, you want to play the Cowboys. It's it's not like you, you go in there and there's a bunch of people with machetes who are going to chop down the 49ers in the crowd. No, there's a bunch of rich people wearing bucket hats and cowboy boots and I think you'll be okay. All right. Next Andy Reid spoke to the media this week, and he had high praise for his offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, uh, Reid is confident that Bieniemy is ready to be a head coach, saying, "I'd hi- I'd say hire him right now." Yeah, Ben, will Bieniemy be a head coach next season? Uh, no, no, I don't believe so. What do you expect Andy Reid to say? Well, I think this guy's a bum. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I wouldn't hire him. God, I'm surprised I still have him on the payroll. This guy, offense, come on. Uh, but here, here's the thing. Does Patrick Mahomes come as a package deal? Much like with Josh McDaniels. Right? That was the joke years ago. Well, I'll take Josh McDaniels if Tom Brady comes with Josh McDaniels. If Patrick Mahomes comes along with Eric Bieniemy, then he will get a head coaching job. It's a stone-cold, guaranteed lock. The stumbling block for Eric Bieniemy is that most believe Andy Reid is the genius behind the offense that he's run in Philadelphia and Kansas City, just like Belichick gets all the credit for the Patriots' defense in Foxborough, even though the guys like uh, Matt Patricia and others have gotten jobs. They said, well, he doesn't. he's not really the one doing it. It's Belichick. And two, like Andy Reid has muddled his coaching tree. He's got Doug Peterson, who won a Super Bowl but's fallen on hard times. 
Matt Nagy, even though the Bears won last night, has been on the hot seat all year in Chicago. And Biennemi is going to have to, he's going to have to wait in line. You got Ron Rivera and Mike McCarthy who are ahead of him on the coaching wish list. And so the way that, that Biennemi can get a job is if the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl because then he becomes the, the hot name, the flavor of the month, and all that stuff. Plus, he's going to work relatively cheap. And that helps him out. But I do not believe he will be a head coach next season. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you passed this edition. That's a winner. All right. Time now for the uh, Insta trivia. The Insta trivia. This Sunday, uh, Tennessee's Ryan Tannehill, the Titans quarterback, has an opportunity to join blank as the only players to complete at least 75% of their passes and have a passer rating of 130 or higher, minimum 10 attempts, in three consecutive games in a single season in NFL history. It's only happened one other time. Again, Ryan Tannehill has a chance to join blank in that rarefied air. 75% of the passes completed, passer rating of over 130, three consecutive games. Fill in the blank, and unlike the last question, there's actually somebody that, that we're looking for. It's not a trick question. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. It's a plant for Kawhi. It's a Kawhi plant. Yeah, I like that plant. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Double your pleasure, double your fun with the Ben Maller Show podcast. Not only can you hear the program live from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern, but you can also go back and catch up on old episodes and classic moments you may have missed or need to hear again. It's an archive of audio gold available on demand. Subscribe to the Ben Maller Show podcast on iTunes and give us five stars. It will annoy the corporate muckety-mucks. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Bitter Dave uh, writes in from the Twin Cities. He says, let me translate Maller's speak to you guys. If somebody gives Maller free tickets, he'll be going to the Seahawks game. Otherwise, he'll be watching at a bar where listeners can buy him uh, food and uh, and drinks. Well, that, that's not – I'm not against that, but no, I, I can afford to, to buy my own food and my own drinks and all that stuff. Well, I, you can, but – I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, I'd like to go to the Seahawks game. The stadium looks awesome, and it would be fun to be there. It's a big game, but if I don't go, it's not the worst thing in the world. I'll be outside. It, it, it is a very cool stadium. I have been yeah. there once. Yeah. I liked it. I'd like to uh, to check it out. Ernie the Great Opiner says, Ben, it was my birthday yesterday, and I just want to say that on my bucket list before I turned 60 was being a millionaire, retiring early, and own a Porsche, and the fourth thing was to be a senior member of the Mallow Militia. And he says at least one out of four ain't bad as he works at the salt mine. In, in Michigan there. Uh, well, thank you for that, Ernie. You are a senior member. And you're so powerful, and I, I read your tweets so often that people hate you. They're so jelly of your uh, your tweets. They're so jealous of your tweets. They get very upset. Anyway, here's the instant trivia. Here we go. Uh, on Sunday, Ryan Tannehill of the Titans has a chance to join blank as the only players to complete. At least 75% of their passes have a passer rating of 130 or higher, minimum 10 attempts, in three consecutive games in a single NFL season. Did you get all that? You got all that. All right, let's see here. Page up. uh, Patrick, the Uber black driver in San Diego. Good guy. A legendary DJ there in San Diego. He came up here and hung out with us one time. Uh, That's a couple times. Uh, Phil Sims, guessed by him. Uh, Joseph Montana from Big Mac. Hobby Bobby's going with Pittsburgh Steeler great. Terry Hanratty as his answer. Dan Pastorini from Mediocre Kabuki. 
Who else do we have here? Page up, page up. Uh, let's see, can't read that. Josh Rosen from Husker Kevin. That's a good guess. Manic Mike in Nashville is going with Chad Pennington as his answer. Drew Bledsoe from Will in Pennsylvania. The Rooster, Cockadoodle-Doo, says it's Tommy Kramer. Ryan Leaf, guessed by Rickster from a bus. Flutie Flakes, tossed out by Mr. Wright. Jeff Garcia from Gilroy, guessed by Scorpio Niner. I hope they keep that garlic festival. I know that was a uh, shooting there, but I hope they bring that back. I haven't heard anything about that. Are they going to bring it back? Somebody let me know. I, I went to it a, a couple of times. I loved it. Uh, what else? That's in Gilroy. Uh, Tim Rattay from Rob in Minnesota. Uh, let's see here. Extra sad Browns fan says Tannehill will soon join the ranks of future Hall of Famer Blake Bortles. As his answer, Norris Weiss. Denver Bronco legend, guessed by Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan. All right, what's your answer there, Eddie? What do you got? Ben, it's former Steelers quarterback Dick Shiner. Wow. You were allowed to say that. Uh, No, that is incorrect. The correct answer is Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Rodgers. Yeah, three games back in 2011. Let's check in with Hollering James. They are doing the festival, by the way. Oh, good. All right. Yeah, I love it. I mean, that place, yeah, I love garlic, and I recommend it. I know they'll have extra security. You'll be safe, but it's awesome. All right, hollering, James! Hey, are you, like, hollering over me now because you're excited that I cashed in a golden ticket to get this call through? Well, it doesn't say golden ticket, or you would have already been on the air. I didn't see golden ticket there. You're oh, already, come yeah. on. I haven't been on the air. I haven't not been on the you air. Wanna get a, you, you, you want to get on the air? No, I'm on the air right now. Do you want to get on the air? Yes, I'd love to be on the air with you. All right. We'll put you on there's the air. Things, yeah. There's some things I want to address. Okay. All right. And right. then the Minnesota Vikings really disappointed me in the Seattle Seahawks game. The referees really disappointed me in the Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks uh, game. Don't blame me. It made me refs. confounded. I almost lost my voice yelling at the TV. And I was yelling at the Gophers game as well the night, a few nights before or whatever. Yeah. They should have never lost that big game to Wisconsin. I don't know how Wisconsin and Taylor cheated them out of that game. It was really disrupting and really dysfunctional so, for so me. So you've been depressed. You, you, uh, you, I think you take this a wee bit too seriously, this sports stuff, Holler and James. I think, yeah, you know, you might want to roll back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but I've got a wonderful gift from what's sir. Well, I can't be saying names because you promised <laughs> not to tell. <laughs> uh, you got another gift. Well, that's great that you got a gift. I mean, uh, that's, that's what got me on the Ben Mahler show. That's what got me on the Ben Mahler show. Yes, the Ben Mahler show. Not Ben Mahler. Ben Mahler. Mahler. Mauling the radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Floating in troubled waters. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So the big story from sports the last 24 hours is the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys who, uh, first place NFC East, right? Game that seemed like they should win in Chicago. They were favored on the road against the Bears. And uh, they lost. It wasn't even close. The final score was close, but if you watch the game, not close. Not close. The Cowboys were dominated after a great opening drive. The rest of the way, it was a domination situation uh, by the team from Chicago. Mitch Trubisky actually looked like a real quarterback. 
And, uh, and the, the Bears are in danger of being hoodwinked if Trubisky has a couple more good games. They're in danger of getting hoodwinked here and, and, and being convinced by the, the, the fake ending. You know, Trubisky's been bad most of the year, but he has a couple of good games near the end of the year. You're like, well, he's figured it out, and then he comes back. Next. Remember Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield with Cleveland didn't play all that well, and then the last two games he looked pretty good. And they're like, we found something, and then Mayfield came back, did a face plant uh, with the Cleveland Browns. He did that. Uh, so the Cowboys are under 500, but still very much alive. They don't have to win other than beat Philadelphia, and they will be the champions of the NFC least. They will rule the roost and get a home playoff game on Wild Card Weekend. More on that in a minute because my favorite, favorite account when it comes to these kind of stories uh, on social media is at it again, and uh, the dum-dums are lining up the dum-dums, and they are following for this time and time again, and uh, we will explain. We will explain. Uh, But I want to go over to the NBA because there is a wild tale. The NBA doesn't really get going until Christmas, but the Knicks last night suffered another humiliating loss. They lost to the Denver Nuggets. They didn't just lose to the Denver Nuggets. They lost at the hallowed mecca of basketball by 37 points. Take that for data. In Midtown Manhattan, a home game. Home game. Uh, on Thursday night, to say the Knicks were uninterested and would have rather watched the Cowboy game would have been an uh, an understatement. This is a complete disaster, Knicks basketball. Denver shot 56% from the floor. And from three-point line, nobody was going out playing perimeter defense. The Nuggets, the Nugs, shot 53%. So the New York Knickerbockers. The team of New York City, the number one media market in America, are 4-18. and 18. They are on pace to miss the playoffs for the seventh, seventh consecutive season. So congratulations to the Knicks. Seven, that's a model franchise for futility. They've averaged 27 wins over the last six years. And it looks to be that, you know, based on early results, the Knicks won't even sniff 27 wins. So David Fisdale is the embattled coach of the Knicks, and to say he's on the hot seat is to, to, to say like those wildfires are just barely burning. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just a small little fire. You're roasting marshmallows. Uh, no, he's in a whole lot of trouble. And if I'm Fisdale, though, I want to be fired. And I'll tell you why. Because you escape the Knicks, you get paid. He signed a multi-year contract. You get money for nothing. And the basketball is free. And then you can go out and join the, some other coaching staff. He's friends with LeBron. and go out and be an assistant with the Lakers or somewhere else and, and get paid again. Right? Now, Fisdale called the Knicks' effort sickening. But he didn't go all in. because co- Remember, the golden rule of coaching. You've been around a while. I've been around a while. The golden rule of coaching is you can't say – you cannot say that we didn't try. So, But you can say that that was sickening, but you can't say it's sickening because our team is gutless and we don't try, we have no effort, we're lazy, we have no ambition. You can't say those things, so you have to dance around it. Right? Last month, last month, the brain trust of the Knickerbockers, Steve Mills, who's uh, running that operation, came out, had a news conference after an, uh, another blowout loss to Cleveland at home, held an impromptu get-together, a soiree, and talked about how sad and depressed they were with the team's performance. And uh, 
Spoiler alert, it hasn't gotten any better. So there's people saying, again, this, this rumor keeps coming back around that Fisdale could be fired today. But this is not about David Fisdale. It is about the Knicks. Uh, and the players have changed. The coaches have changed. The executives have come and gone. The losses keep piling up like dirty dishes in the sink, which leads us to the curious case of Adam Silver, who appeared on sports radio in New York City and was asked whether or not he would step up as a savior for the woe-be-gone New York Knickerbockers. Now, did you hear what Adam Silver said? Might have missed it. Adam Silver said, quote, I wouldn't. It's not my role, uh, he said. He said, I work for 30 teams and the 29 other teams want to beat that team. That's not to say me getting involved would be good and that I'm in any better position, Silver said, to know what to do. We are set, uh, we set the rules rather, and then we try to have a level playing field for the teams to compete. He probably laughed at the end of that close quote. All right, so let us discuss. Do you believe that Adam Silver is telling the truth when he says he won't step in like Spider-Man or Batman or Superman or any other man character or uh, you name it, Captain America, to save the Knicks from their wicked bad owner? Uh, I I don't believe him to be completely honest here. You've got the slumlord Pinocchio and the fog advisory. And we will combine all these things and we'll line them up and knock them down. Now, to lead off with, this is complicated to a point. Right? We are talking about a billionaire. And say what you want about James Dolan, but he is part of the Billionaire Boys Club, the rich and powerful. And it's very difficult when you have that kind of money, even when you're dealing with other rich people, to run that person out. But Dolan has essentially, like, like Times Square, when I first went to New York years ago, when I was much younger, I went to New York, and Times Square was filled with peep shows, and they had uh, three-card Monty games, and people selling wristwatches on the street and fake IDs. It was a, an interesting place, uh, New York City, in, in those days. And the Knicks are essentially running a three-card Monty game at Madison Square Garden three or four nights a week. And Dolan's been the one constant variable in this incompetence. Essentially, Dolan is a slumlord, all right, that, as, as, in basketball parlance, right? The Knicks, uh, he's a slumlord. The franchise business motto uh, is, is that, to be terrible, apparently, it is a blight on the basketball landscape. Someone needs to step up and put their big boy pants on with the Knicks. MSG is now shantytown. Uh, the, the commissioners are supposed to be watchdogs for the sport. And Adam Silver, he's got to worry about the purse strings. Now, he's playing coy, the commissioner of the NBA, and even though the Knicks have been abject failures, he's saying it's not hurting the revenues. I don't believe it. Uh, the, the New York market, even though the Knicks haven't won since the early 70s, they've won a championship. They've had teams occasionally that were good and whatnot, and there's a lot of eyeballs when the Knicks are good, people watch. When they don't have good teams, there's no one watching the dreck that the Knickerbockers are putting out on the court. And if Adam Silver is not willing to meddle with the Knicks, then I recommend that the Knicks fans call the production crew that, over at A&E and put James Dolan on the reality TV show Intervention because this man is addicted to losing. So you bring in, I've watched the show many times over the years, you bring in an interventionist and you get him some help. right? You bring in Dolan relatives, people that have seen his cheesy band at clubs around New York, and then you, you hold an intervention. Now, furthermore, Adam Silver is not being honest here. 
We have seen under his watch that he will indeed meddle with NBA teams. He says, no, I'm not going to meddle with the Knicks. Made it seem like, no, he must think you're a dum-dum and I'm a dingleberry. If he was a child's cartoon character, you know what he'd be? Pinocchio! He would be Pinocchio. His nose is growing. Now, what's my evidence? Let's take a look at the evidence. When Donald Sterling was called out for being a bigot, Adam Silver and his henchmen stepped in and hijacked the Clippers out from under Sterling's nose. Now, we can debate whether that's fair, whether that's legal, whether that's right, but Adam Silver's argument that the other 29 teams are competing to beat everyone else, well, that actually hurt the other 29 teams because everyone used to beat the Clippers when Donald Sterling owned the team. Now Steve Ballmer owns the team. They're good. So he actually hurt the other teams, but Adam Silver absolutely intervened. 100% he intervened. And that's not a standalone event, a stand, a standalone event rather, because Sam Hinkie, remember Sam Hinkie who brought that disease of tanking to Philadelphia three years ago? The NBA put Sam Hinkie in quarantine. And Adam Silver, the same commissioner who says, I do not step into these situations. Adam, You remember, Adam Silver played a major role in the Sixers hiring Jerry Colangelo. That move led to a chain of events that ultimately got rid of Sam Hickey. Adam Silver played a significant role and was said to be, at the time, instrumental in putting the Sixers in connection with Jerry Colangelo, who ultimately uh, was a, a partner with the team's new owner at the time, which led to him hiring his kid, who then had the burner account, uh, and and, uh, and then they got rid of him uh, a year or so ago. But Sam Hinkie was gone. But that was at the behest of Adam Silver. Reports at the time said NBA owners had asked the commissioner to intervene with the direction the Sixers were going. So there is absolutely a clear and obvious track record of Adam Silver putting his tentacles all over random NBA teams. All right, last thing. So the NBA commissioner had other eyebrows, eyebrow-raising comments, other things that he uh, said, whoa, things that make you go, whoa, uh, and wow, and, and all that. Uh, did you hear what he had to say about the television system, the, the NBA's meat and potatoes? He called the business model of pay television fundamentally broken. Now, ratings are down 20% on the nationally televised NBA games. They've lost 20% of their viewership so far this season. And Adam Silver painted a picture of doom and gloom that essentially the NBA is dealing with a dense fog advisory when it comes to television. He called the cable TV system broken and says the NBA has to do more to attract younger people to watch their product, essentially intimating that the NBA needs to stream these games for free, and, and they need to give the games to the masses, and that's what they have to do. Keep in mind, the NBA makes about $2.6 billion per year from the pay cable people, the, the pay, pay television, play-by-play uh, -play rights uh, for TNT and ESPN, and Silver made these comments at a sports media junket, one of these conferences where all these intellectuals get together and they solve all the life's problems uh, in, in sports business. And when it was pointed out that the pay TV people say they've only lost 3% of their customers, Adam Silver pushed back on that. He punched back. And the commissioner of the NBA said they've actually lost 20% of their subscribers the last four years. Mavericks owner Mark Cuban, he joined in. He dogpiled on. He's, he blamed cord cutting 
He said one out of every two millennials does not have a cable television they don't pay for. And he blamed that. It, it all sounds like spin because I think the NHL ratings are actually up this year. So if, if the ratings are down just based on the fact that people are not paying for television, then why are the NHL ratings up? The problem the NBA has, and they don't want to address the Komodo dragon in the room, load management is the devil's playground. The NBA has announced very loud and proud, and they're not being disingenuous, the regular season doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all about the playoffs. Our players aren't going to play. We're going to rest them. You can pay 300 bucks for a ticket, and if our guy wants to sit out, even though he's perfectly healthy, then he's going to sit out. And that is the culture that we, we talked about. It. You know, David Stern tried to put a stop to it. These idiots let it go, and Greg Popovich brought it in, and it goes on all over the place. And, and I'm no different. Listen, I love I, – I, you know I'm a Clipper apologist, but when, when Kawhi Leonard doesn't play, I don't watch. I'm like, well, if he's not interested in playing, I ain't going to watch. I'm out of there. Let me know when he wants to play. Like Friday, Friday night here, big game in the NBA uh, regular season, the Clippers and the Bucks. I'll be watching. I'll be watching that game. But if I find out in the afternoon Kawhi's not playing because of load management, I'm out. I'm not going to watch that game. I'll go do something else. Forget about that. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll take a bunch of these phone calls at 877-99 on Fox. we got Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week coming up later in the hour. Actual lame jokes from actual consumers like yourself. And this is one of my favorite stories of the day. Liar, liar, pants on fire. We'll get to that. Sorry, Coop, it's not liar, liar. This is liar, liar, pants on fire. All right, we'll get to that, and we will do it next. I've known you for so many years, and you've changed. That's a lie. I've not changed. I'm the same person ever. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs. For man 
manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application with Express Employment Professionals, you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier by letting the professionals at Express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team. Express Employment Professionals is your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Oxygen, water, and Twitter are all necessary to sustain life on the Ben Maller Show. Express yourself, and we may read your thoughts on the radio. You can follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music, right now the Christmas music, on the Ben Maller Show. Funny sound bites as well. First name is Roberto. Last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. My doubler don't work. <laughs> and I'm live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's Ben Maller. No monologue I do gets a better reaction than when I talk NBA. Uh, listen, listen to some of this, Eddie. Uh, Manic Mike says your last monologue was good until you started talking about basketball. I'd rather listen to you bust my Cowboys that truly suck than endure the root canal or route canal uh, of the pain I feel when you talk about the NBA. Uh, Applejacks writes in says Ben. Stop doing NBA monologues during football season. They are bad enough when you have nothing else to talk about. I think I'd rather hear hockey. Yeah. I don't think he means that in a nice way, well, I though. I does. don't think he means that he in does. a nice way. I don't uh, don't think so. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati says, I've removed bodies that are decomposed that look better than Adam Silver. Well, that's not very nice. That's, that's, <laughs> not, that's, not, that's not nice at all. Who goofed? I've got to get a job, bitch. Okay, calm down. Calm down. Uh, Let's go now to the PR man for the Texans, Astros, and Rockettes, Chris in Houston. Hello, Chris. Okay, first of all, I want to know who goofed. Who goofed? I'll tell you who goofed. Either between your producer. And or, or you who I, I, I specifically said use my uh, nose and chicken. Yeah, right, that was so I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, 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 I'm okay. All right, hold on a sec. Now so I'm saying somebody I, didn't want Voltron to get formed. 
Okay, so I'll tell you what happened. So it does not say golden ticket on my screen. So I I, I have plausible deniability because I did not. I would have gone to you much sooner if I had known. But I, 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 I guess I, the answer is Coop then. I thought I wrote it, but I guess not. It's, it's blank. There's Coop nothing coofed. there. Chris, I actually have a story. I'm glad you called up because I have a story for you. Did you hear what happened with J.D. Davis, former Astro J.D. Davis? No, no, I know he got a contract with the Mets, huh? Last time I heard, he was playing for the Mets. Yeah, yeah, so this is a great story. So J.D. Davis of the Mets, he he used to play for the Astros, and he came out and denied that he did anything egregious while playing for the Astros in 2017. He said that he was too young and he was out of the loop, like he wasn't in the inner circle with the Astros during the cheating scandal, and plus he only hit 226 that year, so how could he possibly have been cheating, right? <laughs> And it made sense on the surface. Now, we know baseball's investigating your Astros. Uh, he said, I have no idea. I was kind of the freshman among the seniors, Davis said. I, I have no idea what was going on or what's really happening. That's Major League Baseball's investigation. He says, I wasn't aware of anything. That's it, good for J.D. He don't need to get don't need to stick his nose in this crap because well, it ain't nothing but crap. That would have been fine, except Internet investigators. We have audio tape here. Uh, Coop's going to play it here. Internet investigators went back to 2017. These people have no lives, and they found a random Astros game. I believe they were playing the Nationals, I think, in 2017. And listen to this. J.D. Martinez, bang, bang. He's lying. Play the audio. Play it. Play it. In that bat. Here we go. Hear the announcer. Here. There's that slider finally. Listen closely. Katie lays off. Here we go. Listen closely. Two and two. Listen very closely. Here we go. Pitcher's on the mound. Oh, there's the noise! Oh, come on, man. Well, no, you cut on, it off. No, you cut it off. He got a hit. Why'd you cut it off? He got a hit on that pitch. The next okay. pitch, he got a hit. Okay, let's stop the, the clown, okay? The we, we don't need to get all this, all right? What's that? We don't need to get all this. What I need to get no, all I'm, I I, I the guy, this. The guy lied. He said he wasn't part of it, and it's some internet wasn't. investigator found audio. Bang, bang. Fastball. Base hit right up the gut. J.D. J.D. Davis should be thrown out of baseball. Ban his ass. Chris, Ban I don't, I don't know how you're still trying to defend. Like, it, they're such, like, cheaters. It's ridiculous. I can't, hey, look here. Look I can't here. believe I can't that they got away with this I, for so long. Yeah, I know you want to sit here because Ben keeps filling your head with all this, but look here like this, man. Ben's not filling hey. my head. I can see and hear hey, with my I own. I will not ever believe YouTube clips of people putting <laughs> clips out. Are you kidding you me? put audio over oh it. I'm God. sorry. Oh, I have to go back and God. look at the game. I gotta go oh, look at the Chris, full game. Chris, Chris, come on, man. Go back and go back and listen to it. I don't want to do all I, that. I, I, I watched I watched every single Angels game last season, and I remember sitting there. I didn't. I never put two and two together, obviously, but I would. I would think like, who's whistling before every Nobody single pitch? Nobody needs whistling for the Angels. <laughs> no, but Chris, no, 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 no,
Jeb Jeb Bush. <laughs> Jeb, Jeb, Jeb Bush says the cheating allegations are fake news. Uh, so it sounds sounds like you. Uh, there you oh, go. Oh man, he sounds like a cheater. But I, I I got my own beef. Okay, this NFL, the, the NBA with this crap, with this you know, with the Raiders down. You know what really ticks me off? What ticks me off is these so many reviews. If a guy accidentally touches a guy, oh, let's review it. It might be a flagrant foul. Like. Come on, man. We used to the NBA at least some kind of aggressiveness. Some kind of. I mean, it's total, total just poppycock yeah. that the refs got to go to the review table for that, but they can't go review a basket that they don't know if it went in or not. Yeah, poppycock. That's, that's, that's a good stuff. word. Poppycock's a good word. It's a solid word. I, you know, I can't say the other word. You know, I can't get all it because y'all going to do is dump me. But this is just, it, it's just crappy. And I mean, this, the referee in the NBA is so stupid. LeBron James double dribble travels in front of the referee. Well, 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 that was, they don't call well, it. That was worse, though. LeBron's was he worse needs, because that was in the middle suspended. of the court. Like the Harden thing, it was an optical illusion. It did look from the referee's angle like the ball bounced out and he didn't go in. So I actually, I, I'm on the ref's side on that because that's what it looked like. Now you can argue they should have gotten a review and they should have gotten it right. he needs to be suspended, Ben. He needs to be suspended <laughs> for coming on the court while on oh, Le- play. LeBron? And Adam yeah. Silver needs to grow a spine. Yeah, so, come on, good. man. Is anybody he, else he get suspended? He wants LeBron suspended with yes. the Astros are innocent. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Le- LeBron, hey. LeBron did a happy hey, We're not in baseball season right now. Now, Chris, I got to go. You, you're, you're hanging out. You've got the whole segment here. but I, And people are upset that I, I give you so much airtime. But I, w- I will tell you, like the, the thing that LeBron did, that, and I was right here the other day, the reason he gave his shoes to a kid on the bench before the game had ended, because he wanted to be on television and say, hey, look at what a great guy LeBron is. He's giving his shoes to a kid. He could have done that you know, five minutes after the game, no camera, and it, it would have had the same impact on that kid's life, but it wouldn't have helped LeBron because it wouldn't have been on television, and LeBron was all about him, and we'll leave it there. Oh, there's Chris. He has to go. There's a spill on aisle five, so Chris has to go clean it up there on aisle five. There. So, you know, nobody heard it. You guys have audio, video. People, people in places, and nothing, and there's no evidence of anything. So, yeah. Again, I have to say yes, that Ed. initially I was also skeptical because just because I thought they couldn't have done this for so long and people not, you know, caught on. Yeah. But I think people were people did kind of know about in it baseball, in baseball. They knew about yeah, it. yeah, and then yeah. we didn't know about it though. No, this is great. Uh, and the J.D. Davis thing's even better because this idiot comes out oh, I didn't know anything. Well, I was just a rookie, man. And then, like, a day later, some loser comes up with a video of him getting a hit after hearing bang, bang. It's hilarious. How terrible was that guy? He hit 242. And I know. Pitches. And he knew what pitch was coming. I mean, what are you doing, you moron? They're telling you what pitch they're going to throw and you still can't get hits? That's why he's on the Mets. That's why he's on the Mets. Uh, All right. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, Ben, you know how this works. A story will come out. It's very salacious in nature, and it makes a lot of headlines. But once it kind of goes away, people don't usually talk about it. So I did want to bring up that the uh, sexual assault lawsuit against Sacramento Kings head coach Luke Walton uh, has been dropped by uh, his accuser. She had filed a civil suit against him. Uh, She requested the dismissal in uh, Los Angeles Superior Court. Uh, The document asked the judge to dismiss with prejudice, meaning that she can never file uh, this issue again. 
Uh, this so this story is from like April, right? This was during I think last April, I believe, or something. Twenty fourteen, like, uh, actually. Is, but but uh, the, when the story came occurred. out. It came out just like- uh, April. You are correct. Yes, came out yeah, in yeah, April. Yeah. So we, we uh, talked about it. The NBA investigated this and they found no basis for it. Um, and now the accuser again has dropped her uh, yeah. lawsuit so against Luke Walton. This follows what I had been hearing that this was a uh, money grab that she wanted. Uh, that Walton likely cut a check. Right, that's the case went away. She she got some money out of it. Would that be what likely happened? I think, I, mean, I, what, I think that's what usually happens. Yeah, in these cases. Yeah, right? I, I, I think that uh, that is the the case. And he's the how's he doing with Sacramento? They're, I'm sure they're playing great basketball. I'm sure they're are they all they're like the deep water horizon again, right? Just waiting for when they're going to sink. But you know they're going to sink at some point, and they the, oil the everywhere. Kings are are the, are the kings. Yeah. I mean, well, that's uh, thank you. Yeah. It is what it is. You're going to say that next. You're going to say that. No, but no, okay. I mean. I mean, they had their little run there with Weber and Devots. And, That's a long but, time but, ago. Though, and I know, so. but for the most of their existence, especially in Sacramento, they've been terrible. Oh, back when they had Wayman Tisdale, though, they were they were nasty. And uh, Peja Stojakovic, Mitch Richmond, though I'm talking about before that, oh, though, yeah. back in the back. Remember when they? I loved when they played in like uh, Kansas City, and they had the names under the jersey. Remember that they had that on the back of the uniform. Look, yes. Yeah, should go back to that. And they were the Kansas City Omaha. Kings, right? They they had two cities in their nickname. I did not know that. Yes, they played a bunch of games in Omaha, just like the Utah Jazz used to play a bunch of games in in Vegas back in the day. All right, so the Ben Maller Show. We press on. We have lame jokes coming up in a couple minutes, but a a story here that I, I love this. So one of my favorite uh, festivities. Anytime there's a big scandalous story or a team loses a big game. I try to find Sports Talk Barry. I want to see what Sports Talk Barry is up to because I know he's going to get some people in trouble. And I, and I well, he's a he's a Twitter troll. Like this guy does a podcast or something like that. I don't I don't really know much about his background. I just see this every so often. And so after the the Cowboy game last night, this guy changed his Twitter handle to make it seem like he was Ian Rappaport, the rap sheet from state run NFL media. And here's what he tweeted out that got retweeted by some prominent media people. Quote, the Cowboys locker room is unsurprisingly very emotional. Several players are at their lockers crying. Dak Prescott just threw his helmet into a mirror and shattered glass everywhere. Ugly scene. Uh, That got retweeted by... By a bunch of people who clearly did not read the entire uh, post because there were there was a series of tweets, and and that was the first one. But there was also one that said Jerry Jones just stormed into the Cowboy locker room. This is from the fake Ian Rappaport, and demanded Jason Garrett to eat one of the broken pieces of glass uh, to keep his job. And after some hesitation, Garrett finally ate a piece of glass and is now bleeding profusely. <laughs> And people retweeted this. These idiots. They thought it was. These people thought it was really commented like it was real. I love it. All right, let's go to Manuel in Gardena. Who's next? Hello, Manuel. Benny Blanks in Verbonks. How the hell are you, my man? Back at you. you haven't called in a while, man. Well, everything good in your world? Yeah, you know, I just been working like a slave, man. You know how it is. Yeah, my boy Roberto knows how it is, man. You don't think I know him? Uh, you don't think I know how it is? How dare you? That's racist. How dare you? No, it's not racist. Hey, uh, Everything's well, racist uh, these days. What's you, wrong? You, you, you said something that was interesting earlier, uh, you know, and I think we can add to the cliche, you know, the Clippers are going to Clipper. 
We'll That's see, right. Yeah. We'll and, see and, when and that shoe drops, man. Well, I know this has been listen, I, a blissful, entertaining full month, yeah. but uh, we'll see, man. I'm just well, waiting listen, to I, see I'm not, uh, I'm not worried about you. in the shower or yeah. Paul George drive off of the Interstate 105. Or something. <laughs> we'll hear some kind of crazy news well, where the Clippers yeah, just yeah, lost yeah, it yeah, all. I, and know. You know. Well, and hey. I, I look forward to Anthony Davis having, it's like the Swallows returning to Capistrano when he misses a game with a knee or an elbow or an ankle. Or, uh, or his I look caterpillar eyebrow will just fly off of his face. That's right. Hey, it um, could strike him in the eye and then he will be blind in one eye and will have to take a month hey, off. Or LeBron James of could, pull, LeBron could pull his groin taking his shoes off on the bench to get to an eight-year-old, that could happen. <laughs> yeah, what a farce. Speaking of blindies, hey, uh, happy birthday, Blind Scott, whether it's today or tomorrow, since you don't know. Or two days ago. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. the hell do you not know your own birthday? Well, Manuel, it's not like he can look at a calendar and see what day it is, so he's got to try to guess what day it is. You know? Yeah, a fair point. And Rocket Chris, come on, man. That is some weak sauce, my man. You know, I'm a big fan of yours, but... Houston cheated, dude. It's a bad look. It's a black guy. They need to get hit with everything but the kitchen sink. And staying in Texas, another debacle. Jerry Jones, man. It's that scene is about as bad as JD and the crotch shots playing Times Square with that shell game crap. Yeah. Love you, Benny. All right. Thank you. All right. This is the great man. Well, one of the legendary callers on the show. And he's moving on. Let's go to Steve in Manhattan. Hello, Steve. Uh, Steve-o. Your love is lifting me high. Listen, the Astros, they were using uh, modern technology and caveman technology, the uh, cameras and beating on a rock or a drum, whatever the hell they were doing there. Listen, guys, I want to tell you something. I'm on hold, right? During the commercials, I can hear you guys talking. Do you realize that? Yeah, that's to, that's because we leave the mics on. Yeah, we want you. Yeah, to but hear I'm us not talking. supposed to hear you guys talking yeah. like that. Well, as long Come as we on. don't curse, you can hear that. Yeah, as long no, as we don't yeah. curse. Did we curse? Did any of us curse? I don't want to get in. I might. I might want to say it on uh, the air. I mean, my, my my mic was off, so I don't know. You might have heard somebody else talking. Yeah. Uh, and listen, you know, the other night you said that I'm the hated caller and stuff. You are. Listen, People hate you. That, they can't uh, stand you. Well, they can hate me, but let me tell you something. Gas is always in effect. Get it, Steve? Any night they want to call in. I mean, the last time you know you had like a 90 year old lady calling me. What am I supposed to do? Fight with a 90 year old? Lady wow, on the wow. air with a million people listening. Yeah, I know. You, so you want to you want to do a Steve in Manhattan versus get, right now? World. Get these guys calling in right now. If they really, uh, 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 if they really uh, hate uh, my uh, calls, uh, right. have them call up right now. All right, hold on. All right, we got to do the jokes. Maybe if we, somebody wants to call up at the top of the hour, we can do that. But we've got to get to Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. We will do it, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific. The Ben Maller Show is more than just your ordinary sports radio program. We believe in the power of the people in the Maller Militia. If you like what you're hearing, help us out by sending out tweets and posting on Instagram and Facebook about the show. Help us grow the Commonwealth. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. Same jokes of the week. We can't afford that S at the end. Brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. Let's get right to the jokes. Uh, Weed Man, are you there, Weed Man? Yeah, Lisa has a joke. Why was Weed Man... Oh, God. What? 
He said Lisa had a joke, and then then he faded he started, out. Started to read oh, it. yeah, I screwed up. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a drop. All right, here we go. I'll bounce the jokes off, Eddie. Let's uh, get through as many of these as we can. Uh, why didn't Blind Scott realize he was in Twitter jail at first? I don't know. How, how come he didn't realize Well, that? Twitter was keeping him in the dark about it. That's why. It's uh, Eric in Iowa who sent that one in. Uh, what is the best evidence that Microsoft has a monopoly? Uh, I don't know. Tell me. Well, Fat Santa had to switch from chimneys to windows, Eddie. He had to go it's, uh, from Eek in uh, Roseville, Minnesota. Uh, why do people who stutter love USC football? I do not know. Because it's bad to the bone, Eddie. See, it's bad to the bone. It's uh, Gordon in Tacoma uh, sent that one in. This is a Cowboy in Windsor double shot. You ready? Who is is Arizona Cardinals defensive back Josh Shaw's favorite old-time baseball player? No idea. Oscar Gamble. He likes Oscar Gamble. That's good. What is Josh Shaw's favorite movie, Eddie? Don't know. Casino Royale. He loves Casino Royale as well. And why doesn't Josh why doesn't Josh Shaw eat the post game spread? Uh, why I don't know why. Because he didn't like the spread, Eddie. He didn't like the spread, so I screwed that up, Cowboy. That's a bad job. I screwed up Cowboy. All right, who does? Who, what does a Who concert and a Bengals game have in common? Who concert and a Bengals game? Yeah. What do they have in common? Apparently, Cincinnati fans get crushed, according to uh, Gordon. <laughs> Gordon and Tacoma. How long that. ago did that happen? Yeah, well, uh, well, you know, it's uh, for Gordon. It's still good. Uh, what do Pete Rose and Bartolo Colon have in common? Hmm. We haven't had a good Bartolo Colon. I don't know. What do they have in common? One has a lifetime ban from the Baseball Hall of Fame. The wow. other has a lifetime ban from any all-you-can-eat buffet. That's uh, Eric. <laughs> hey, why is Weird Man hanging outside Kentucky Fried Chicken? Uh, I don't know. So when the women come out, he can lick their fingers. <laughs> <laughs> We've now we've, we've now reached the point where we, Weed Man is goofing on himself. That's, uh, it's got a Wait, lot of Lisa material. came up with that. Lisa's show. That's pretty good. Actually. That's funny. She's, she's funny. All right. Uh, what must you do to see President Trump's point of view? I, I don't know. What, what must you do? Ukraine your neck, Eddie. You have to Ukraine your... Yeah. All right, that's uh, Randy. Randy and... Ukraine! And Ukraine! All right, what do you have? Oh, we get it. All right, what do you have over there, Coop? What do you got? What's the, what's the difference between a pickpocket and a peeping Tom? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, a, a pickpocket snatches watches... <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, did did you hear did you hear what the Astros kids are getting for Christmas this year? <laughs> no, I did not. Oh, that's yeah. great. Whatever their fathers are able to steal from the Dodgers, that's what the kids are going to get. That's uh, so, uh, Gary Gary from Youngstown, Ohio sent that one in. Thank you for that, Gary. A lot of these guys, just wonderful joke writers. Why- My joke was from Graveyard C, by the way. I Good. To yeah, got to give them pl- uh, plugs. They won't send the jokes in. Why was OJ Simpson mad at his fantasy football team? I don't, know. Oh, I, I don't know. Why was he mad? He knew if his team didn't get better, he was going to have to make some cuts, Eddie. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, well, he likes doing that. Well, He'd be mad. Yeah, a long time ago. A long time ago. Uh, what do you get oh, when you hear back to back calls from Stephen Manhattan and Weed Man Hippie? Huh, I don't know. What do you get? A reason to drive into oncoming traffic oh, yeah. is that uh, what you got? That's uh, <laughs> I'm Ryan. Uh, why did the chicken cross the road with James Harden? I don't know why. Because wherever Harden goes, fouls will follow. You see how that? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm Ran. Anything else over there, Koopaloop? What do you got? Um, 
Yeah, what do you call uh, Black Friday inside a gun shop? Oh, boy. A back-to-school sale. That's <laughs> <Wow. laughs> from Kurt from Earth. It's yeah, terrible. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, Blair from Maine says to never tell a clock a secret. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because time will tell, Eddie. Time always tells. Yeah. So Gary Gary from South Carolina sent that one in. What What is Coop's favorite part of the Christmas season? I don't know. All the green and the trees, Eddie. He loves that. That's from Eric. <laughs> in Iowa. Yeah, all right. Put up uh, our fake up. tree today. There you go. Uh, what do uh, the Mallers Mountain of Money and a Taco uh, and Taco Bell have uh, in common? Good question. I don't know the answer. They are both very confusing to a Mexican. I'm sorry, Rob. That was from, <laughs> that was from uh, Bill. Bill from Iowa sent that one in. Who sent that one? Bill from Iowa. This is another one. What do you Racist. What do you have when you gather Devin Devlin Hodges, Andrew, and Tom Brady? I don't know. <laughs> a duck, a luck, and a suck is what you can. So, Bill, Bill from Iowa. All right, I got a few uh, Weed Man jokes here. Uh, what Disney movie was about Weed Man and Lisa? Weed Man, you want to chime in on this? Lisa, listen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the movie was Lady and the Tramp. That was the, uh, <laughs> the movie. Yeah. That's an- Anthony, Anthony in Anaheim. Where can you find people who look like Weed Man Hippie? Oh, well, uh, tell me. The back of Justin in Cincinnati's car. You can yeah. find that. Uh, uh, there you go. No, that is so <laughs> wild back there. All right. What, 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 what was the name of Weed Man's toy store? I don't know. EBT Schwartz. (laughs) (laughs) Bill from Iowa. All right, here's here's the last one for now, the closer. Did you hear that Weed Man Hippie got a job as a mall Santa? No. Yeah, he was promptly fired. He kept asking the kids for money. (laughs) Get out of here. Get out of here. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. They're doing the mambo. How low can you go? The story of the Cowboys, and it's fantastic in one NFL city. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com. Get a free rate quote. So you know how this works. The Cowboys are the most popular franchise in the NFL as far as a national fan base. So all these blowhards, gas bags, and uh, prima donnas that do jobs like I have behind radio microphones and behind television microphones, everyone's going to have hot take today, the early part of the day anyway, until something else happens, about the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone's going to try to explain what's going on with the Cowboys, all these shenanigans, they keep losing. Cowboys lost last night, wasn't close, although the final score was close because of some garbage time stat padding, which was very exciting if you had Dak Prescott on your fantasy team because he was electrifying when the game was over. I mean, he was groovy. Uh, the game is already over, but uh, he was very good. And uh, so any here's the way I will approach this. Any reasonable, sensible person that tries to tell you the Cowboys are a good team, but it, it, they're just they're just a little bit off. They, they try to spin it. You know, they try to use logic. No. 
this is not brain surgery. It's not open heart surgery. You're not programming the internet. This is uncomplicated. The Cowboys suck. It's an open and shut case. Now, they could still get into the playoffs, right? But that was a team that quit. You know when a team puts a full effort and an honest day's work in, because you probably put an honest day's work in at what you do, and I don't believe there's any man, woman, or child that watched the first three quarters of that Cowboy game and said, wow, that team's really giving a great effort. The tackling was atrocious. It was embarrassing. And uh, Jerry Jones, I, I was expecting a nuclear meltdown, and Jerry Jones had a very simple, calm reaction uh, to the Cowboys' latest loss. They're under 500 after a great opening drive. Uh, Jerry Jones said, we did all the things that you can do that cause you to lose a football game, except the Cowboys actually won the turnover battle, and, uh, and that didn't work out so well. But uh, Dak Prescott, 334 yards, and, and this is a test. It's a litmus test. Okay, because today when you watch these other blowhards on television and the people on radio and they talk about the game, you can tell who watched the game and who didn't. If they say, it's not Dak Prescott's fault the Cowboys, won, they, they lost the game. He had 334 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he had over 200 yards passing in the fourth quarter of the game when it was a 17-point game and the game was over, uh, as, as they say. Uh, so don't be hoodwinked. Don't be bamboozled by those that are going to try to spin this. Prescott was not good. And this is now three games in a row. Ever since Bill Belichick put some kind of spell on the bowtie-wearing bow Dak Prescott, ever since then, uh, that that's it. He, is, he wasn't good against the Bills, wasn't good against the Bears, and most, he's got 900 yards passing roughly the last three games. And over 300 of those yards have come in garbage time when Buffalo had a big lead on Thanksgiving and now this game last night where the Bears had a big lead. And they actually did the impossible. The, the Dallas Cowboy defense was so incompetent that they made Mitch Trubisky look like he should have been drafted where he was drafted, right, with a high draft pick and all that. And everyone loves to goof on him, and I goof on him more than anybody. But he was good. He was really good in that game for uh, Chicago. All right, meanwhile. What about some of the other stories in the NFL? How about Lamar Lamar Jackson, flavor of the month? He's got a tough game this weekend against Buffalo. And we're going to have the fifth hour with Ben Maller podcast that will be up later today. You should subscribe to that. We will handicap that game and all the games. But Lamar Jackson, I think we can all agree, has been the breakout star of this NFL season. Right behind him in the unexpectedly good category would be Ryan Tannehill. Now, Tennessee... Got off to a 2-4 and four start. They were left by the side of the road. They benched their former franchise quarterback, Marcus Mariota, and they have not looked back. Uh, they have put pedal to the metal, and uh, they are on uh, fire, uh, And uh, which has led to a hearty amount of chatter about the future of Ryan Tannehill. And there's one story that caught my attention that I wanted to talk about with you. And it's, you know, Tannehill has played uh, really, really well. He's lighting up the scoreboards. State-run NFL media, uh, they, the propaganda arm of the NFL, they speculate that Ryan Tannehill will be the most coveted veteran quarterback in free agency in the 2020 offseason leading into 2020. So I want to examine that. You're going to go thumbs up or thumbs down 
that Ryan Tannehill is going to be the darling of NFL executives. Now, I'm going to go thumbs down because thumbs down should be the answer, right? Thumbs down is the way it should go. I've got balloon, impulsive, and playground game. And uh, we will put all this together. Now, first of all, Ryan Tannehill has been amazed. He's, he's smashing teams with his performance here. The, the numbers, it's like he's he's found out some magical cheat code. It's like a pinball machine. I'm a skeptic. It's a very small sample size. Tannehill has had the most efficient stretch of his career. It's not like he's a second- or third-year guy. He's been around a while. He was like a human seesaw in Miami, back and forth, right? Back and forth, week to week. You never knew who was going to show up. We dubbed it the Tannehill three-step, right? The good step, which is the good game, the bad step, which is the next game, and the ugly step, which is the next game after that. Uh, And then that would be rinse, wash, and repeat. If you're in the South Florida area, you care about the Dolphins, you know about that. So far, this guy has been in cruise control, Tannehill. It's like somebody gave him the answers to the test. And if, if you've not been keeping track, since Tannehill took over, Tennessee's 5-1. and one. They've averaged almost 30 points per game. He's got a passer rating of 117, and only one team in the NFL has been better than Tennessee in those offensive categories since Tannehill took over. That would be Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. That's like mind-blowing. All these numbers are impressive. But I cannot help but think, and I said this the other day. I'm repeating myself, but there's new people that have come into the store. Uh, This is a mirage. Uh, I don't believe it to be more than a mirage. Whatever goes up must come down. And I think of Ryan Tannehill like a helium balloon, just waiting for someone to pop uh, pop it with a pin, right? And then all the air will come out of the balloon. It's like an optical illusion, right? Uh, he, he has to be a, a figment of our imagination. We are waiting for the regression to the mean, which happens 100% of the time. Now, second, as far as the idea that NFL teams will be lining up, blowing up his phone with text messages, swiping right to bring him to their team, uh, theoretically, Ryan Tannehill is actually in a good situation. He shouldn't be. He should not be. I give it a thumbs down, much to my consternation, because he is on track of being the beneficiary of unhinged NFL executives. And it bothers me because history repeats itself time and again. Desperation is a powerful drug. You know it and I know it for these NFL teams. Recent history is filled with teams who bet big on a very small sample size and a questionable quarterback. I'm going to give you three. The latest example is living and breathing right now in the NFL, Nick Foles. Nick Foles had no business getting the contract he got from Jacksonville. He's a high-end backup, a third-tier starting quarterback, but that didn't stop Tom Coughlin and Shad Khan from paying him uh, a bunch of money, guaranteed money, I think it's $50 million in guaranteed money, based on a fluke Super Bowl run for Philadelphia a couple years ago. Brock Osweiler, remember Brock Osweiler? Brock Osweiler played a couple of games for Denver and then laughed all the way to the bank after those games with the Broncos because the Texans made him uh, their quarterback of the future. And the future lasted like a year. Uh, and then they, they wanted to get rid of him, and that was it. And the other gold standard is from a few years back, Matt Flynn, who played, I, I remember it because we were on the radio, we were doing the Blitz back in those days, and he tossed six touchdowns on New Year's Day, 2012. 
final week of the season, filling in for Aaron Rodgers, and then Seattle gave him $26 million only to be benched for some rookie nobody would ever heard of named Russell Wilson, uh, and he was out. So history, as we said, it repeats itself, and it's a cautionary tale until proven otherwise. Ryan Tannehill, I put him in the impulse purchase category. You know how you go to like the grocery store and you go any brick and mortar store, like a retail store, and you check out, and they always have a, a bunch of little boxes with candy bars and and bubble gum and uh, and all kinds of little knickknacks that you really don't need. And those are impulse purchases, right? You don't really need that Snickers bar. You weren't planning on buying that Snickers bar when you went in the store, but you know why not? I'll throw it in. It's only you know it's a dollar, big deal. Or you know I I really don't need those M and M's, but I'm here and I kind of like peanut M and M's, so I'll be like I'm okay. So whatever team grabs Ryan Tannehill will immediately have buyer's remorse. He's like an expensive bag of Skittles, is what Ryan Tannehill is. Final thought. All right. So much of the speculation, and we are playing the speculation game. I think we're doing okay with it. But much of the speculation game obviously depends on how Ryan Tannehill performs the final 25% of the regular season. I am not ready to put him at the grown-ups table with NFL quarterbacks. And I have some unsolicited advice as a one-man think tank for all NFL teams, but in this case, the Tennessee Titans. That The move here, slow play this. you got to slow play this. Do not... Do not do the irrational thing and sign this guy to a multi-year contract. My counsel is to play an old-fashioned playground game with Ryan Tannehill. You want to take a guess which game it is? That's right. Tag, you're it. Uh, the franchise tag. And, and, and now he, the franchise tag is like $28 million or something like that. I would be more comfortable paying Tannehill $28 million if I'm running an NFL team. It's not my money, but I'd give him a ton of paper for one season just to see him do it again. And whether it's the franchise or the transitional tag, whichever tag it is, that's a compromise. You know, $28 million for one season, and then show me again, then maybe I'll pay it. But the other problem is Tannehill's not – it's not like he's like 27 years old or 25 years old. He's been around the block. He's going to be 32 next season. And so not a spring chicken by NFL standards. So – uh, he's at the last part of his athletic prime, which doesn't mean he's going to suck, but it means likely a slow decline for Mr. Tannehill. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We're all choked up, but you can be part of the fun here at 877-99 on Fox. One of my favorite callers has called in here, Tom the Terrible. Terrible Tom from Boston is checking in. Hello, Terrible Tom. How you doing, Ben? Listen, I got a joke. I'm going to start off with a joke. Okay, all right. The New England Patriots coaching staff. That's the biggest joke in the world. Now, <laughs> That's quite the joke, well, man. You're, are, you, are you performing at Chuckles Comedy Club, Terrible Tom? Yeah. 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 All right. They're finally realizing up here. Thank you. They're finally realizing up here what a fraud that, that Larry McDaniels is. And they're also talking about... Uh, now, you mean Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Larry McDaniels. Oh, Larry McDaniels. We got more Larry and Curly. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a bad job by me. Yeah. For those that don't know Terrible Tom, he despises Belichick. You think Belichick's no, a... I don't. You do. Come on. No, don't lie to me. You're not a Belichick guy. No, no. He's a lousy coach, but I don't hate the guy. You think well, he's listen, a terrible coach? He's the greatest coach uh, record-wise in NFL history. You think he's terrible? No, only because of Tom Brady. That's all. This is Tom Brady's team. And this guy is, a, at best, a 500 uh, coach. 
Yeah. He loses as many games as he wins. And after Brady leaves, it's all done up here in Boston. Yeah, I know. And you know, I, I, I'm convinced that you like had a run in it like a Dunkin' Donuts with Belichick, and he was rude to you, and that's why you you believe this. You know. Yeah, he slapped me around a couple of times. <laughs> right. But listen. Yes. What? You're talking about uh, Tom Brady going to Dallas. Yeah. Next year, because they 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 they're really uh, jerking Brady around. This guy's the greatest quarterback that ever lived. But if he ever goes to Dallas, I'm telling you, Jason Garrett will be coach of the year. Yeah, and Jerry Jones will be there. Have you been, you've been wa- Tom, you've been watching the games. I mean, Brady, you'd admit Brady's not looking very good, right? You'd admit that. No, but, no, but they, they, they're making him look. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have any tools. The, the guy's the greatest quarterback, I'm telling you. I know, but he's, 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 uh, he's past the age where you, see, you don't expect him to come back and be great because he's past. No, yeah. He's got one or two more years left, man. A good uh, year. All right, all right. I'm telling you, he'll win a Super Bowl in Dallas next year. No doubt in my so mind. So you have him gone. So I just want to – we should tweet that out on the on the Fox I'm Twitter not, feed I'm that at t- Terrible Tom says that Brady's got a deal to go to the Cowboys. Yeah, I think it's, it's – Now, who are, your, who are your sources? Who are your sources? Do we have sources? Well, that's what I was listening on the sports shows here. Oh, okay. Because they're jerking him around, you know. His contract is up. So he'll be he'll be out of here, right? They're not going to sign him again for big money. The guy deserves big money. I I talked to you one time uh, about a year ago. I said he's a billion dollar a year quarterback. That's what he should be. <laughs> well, his wife makes a billion dollars a year. I think not him though. His <laughs> yeah. wife. He should go on the catwalk. Is what Brady should do because that's where you make the most money is being a, yeah, a model. Most. You know. But I'm telling you, Jason Garrett, coach of the year All next right. year. Brady All right. goes to you called your shot. Thank you, Terrible Tom. Don't be a stranger. Well, All right, go away. Thank you. Okay, thank you. All right, uh, the great Terrible Tom. I love that. When I was doing shows at the other station in Boston, he was one of my guys. And uh, we haven't heard from Wayne in Southie in a while. What happened to Wayne? Where did Wayne go? I don't know. Inquiring minds want to know. People are still sending jokes in. I don't know. I'm kind of over the lame jokes thing. We're kind of over that. Uh, we will get, though. To the Coop Scoop on entertainment, we'll take some more of these phone calls as well. If anybody wants to attack Steve in Manhattan, he's still on hold. He wants someone to to talk to him and fight with him, but nobody's taken up uh, the response. Uh, we'll get to all that. We'll do it next. We go back, me and you. Way back, Bill. How many years have you been calling me? I, yeah, man, at least uh, two or three. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You stand down for most radio listeners. As you can tell, we are not like those other generic sports talkers on the Ben Maller Show, for better or worse. We are unique. Help us stay that way by joining our Facebook family. You can interact with other P1 friends of the show. It's harmless and it's free. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. It's fair to say that Jalen Smith of the Cowboys is going to get fined. I don't know if you saw the, the clip. He's a linebacker for the Cowboys who didn't play particularly well most of the game. But in the, I think it was the third quarter, there's a play in the end zone. And uh, one of the, the Bears receivers, this uh, guy, Wims, is down on the ground in a tremendous amount of pain. He, it can, there was a confrontation between Jalen Smith and this guy. And so he's down, he's grabbing his leg, he's in pain, and Jalen Smith looks at him for a second and then proceeds to do a throat slash uh, gesture, which I thought was kind of funny. But I'm guessing the NFL will not find the humor in that. I'm guessing the NFL will not think that's funny, and he will will be fine. And uh, I cannot wait till the Cowboys pay Dak Prescott because it is going to be such a disaster. I think I might just do a a 15-minute monologue laughing at the Cowboys when they they pay – uh, Dak, you know, $35, $40 million a year, whatever it is. Let's go to Tammy in Montana. Hello, Tammy. Hey, Ben. 
So just a couple things. Of course, happy birthday to Ernie and Scott. I have no idea why people do not like Ernie's tweets. I, th- I find them hysterical. I'm glad you read them. Yeah, Ernie's always listening and he's, uh, he's reacting in real time. And uh, yeah, it's good. I, I like Ernie. I think he's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, another fantastic week of lame jokes. I did a giggle jiggle with those as usual. Good. And um, um, to clarify with James, he obviously was told not to mention anything, but the gift he was given is a gift for all of us. Yeah. For a small amount of money. Yeah. I am able to give him unlimited minutes. On really? Oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, so, so for those that like hollering James calling the show, that's wonderful. For those that don't like hollering James calling the show, well, you, you have just opened the floodgates, is what you have done, Tammy. And now it's going to be every night with hollering James, every night freaking out because the the Vikings lost or the Timberwolves lost or whatever. So. Well, he's a devoted Minnesota fan, and it was great hearing him uh, be so passionate about his team. So, and one other thing, Uh um, Uh I do, I do. No, this is a good one. I do have an insider, and uh, he provided me with a picture of Mason and Anthony's little man, and totally adorable. And so, I think we need to start um, uh, a process that you men go up to your female partners and you say. Honey, I would like to um, make the next generation of of Ben Maller militia. Yeah. You know, would you like to have sex? And we can call them <laughs> instead of the baby boomer boomers. Yes. Instead yes. of baby boomers, yeah. the Benny boomers. Oh, there you go. I'm, I'm all for it. So, how long do I have to wait for this kid uh, Mason till he can actually listen? I got to wait till he's like five or something. Like we can really kind of get it. My well, kind of, yeah. now Ben, he can listen. I I bet you that Lauren had him listening while he was you know, in her belly. Because, probably so, you know, probably. It, well, she doesn't yeah, like the show. So. See, she's not a fan. Anthony forces her to listen to the show. She puts up with the show. She's not a fan. All right, I got to go. Thank you, Tammy. Bye, right, Ben. All right, the great Tammy in Montana. Let's cowboy up on the Ben Maller Show. We go to Cowboy John Brad in Windsor, Ontario. Well, happy birthday, Ernie Scott. And uh, Johnny Manziel was 27 today. Sorry about your uh, upcoming divorce. And the singers Roy Orbison and Dobie Gray died December 6, 1988 and December 6, 2011, respectively. Who? And a half century ago today was the Rolling Stones uh, tragic Altamont, California Speedway concert in which Never heard of African-American Meredith Hunter was stabbed to death by a Hell's Angel largely because of a Hunter's uh, blonde girlfriend. Racist. And, uh, yeah, 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 Hell's Angels are quite racist. And 30 years ago today, Montreal's a co-polytechnic. And get ass on Facebook. Listen, Cowboy, your phone, I got to hang up on you. The battery in your phone is dying there. So we have to cut Cowboy's corner short, unfortunately. And he wanted more time. That's devastating, Eddie. That's not a good way to end the week. Unfortunately, Cowboy also could not wish uh, Robin Vegas a happy birthday as well. It's his uh, his birthday. We don't do birthday shout-outs. No, I know. This is not a morning zoo show. I know we don't. It's what big-time morning morning guys get. Happy birthday, you old man. They also make all the money. Uh, We do not. So that's, that's not how it goes. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We had a big trade in baseball. You've not mentioned it. I mean, what's up with that, Eddie? I mean, when I t- didn't see a big trade in Tommy baseball. Tommy Pham traded from Tampa Bay to the Padres 
for Hunter Renfro. That is going to shake up baseball in 2020. Hunter Renfro plays uh, football for the Raiders. I'd push back on that. uh, That's big. That's a huge trade. Those are two beloved teams, the Padres. Did you get the name wrong? Roberto says you got the name wrong. No, I didn't get the name wrong. The name's Hunter Renfro. That's the guy's name. He's a baseball player. Two Hunter Renfros playing professional sports. Probably more than that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's the uh, the big news. It, it is the Ben Maller Show coming that's, from the. That's not big news. It's huge news. The Padres big, are going for big it, man. News in San Diego. The Pods, they are going for it. They've already got. They picked up Trent Grisham. Um, I don't know who that is, who? but apparently he's good. And a uh, Jerickson Profar from Oakland. So that's big. Yeah. I have heard of him just because he has a funny name. Because he played in Texas and they thought he was going to be no, great. He's got and a funny uh, name. Yeah, well, okay. And you see who's back. I was telling Coop, I'm very excited for the lame jokes i got to be careful how they say this. The Royals announced their 2020 coaching staff, and uh, Rusty Koontz is uh, going to be one of the coaches. So he's back on the staff. He used to be a coach for the Royals, and uh, he's back. Yeah. It's a good name. Rusty right? who? Uh, Koontz. Yeah. Oh, Koontz. Oh, it looks different. It yeah. does not look like that. Geico, Geico, All Geico. Koontz look alike. Geico. Oh, I talked over that. Uh, Geico, Geico, Geico to the rescue. 15 minutes to save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And we have later this hour Balderdash. So if you want to play Balderdash, start calling right now. I need some contestants. But before we get to that, hooray for Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. Oh, boy. It is back. Wasn't here last week. You guys weren't here last week. I was here. I was here. Yeah. But we didn't, have Bo, the, we didn't have Bo the show do a coop scoop on entertainment. But he's back. Ooh. Well, that's the guy produce. You don't know Bo the show? No, I don't know. The guy's a legend. Never heard of him. Bad job by you. Who? All right, Kubaloop, what do we have? Hollywood. Well, Ben, as far as uh, the silver screen uh, movies, yeah. there's there's literally nothing worth mentioning coming out this weekend. All so right, that's I'm it for do... the Coop Scoop on entertainment. <laughs> so what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to talk about some uh, movies that I've mentioned earlier that uh, I've now seen, so I, I can go a little bit more in depth. Yeah. Uh, I went and saw the movie Honey Boy, and that is my favorite movie this year. Honey Boy. It was fantastic. Sounds terrible. It's great. Uh, it's never even heard of it. About the honey badger? No. <laughs> is it about honey boo boo? No. No. Uh-huh. Uh, it's actually it's about Shia LaBeouf. It's uh, it's Shia LaBeouf's movie. He wrote it and he stars in it. Ooh. Um, it's basically his life story. Oh God. He play. It's it's phenomenal, Eddie. Tr- that guy's a douche, though. How could it be phenomenal? Because Eddie, it kind of explains why he's a douche. There's a lot of douches on the internet, Eddie. You know, it, it, it's Same. it kind of shows how he became the the way he is, and he you know struggles with oh. alcohol, and so it he he had a pretty. I mean, I guess you know I I, I related to it somewhat. I didn't have you know that uh-huh. bad of an experience, but go. it shows him being a, a young child actor and the things that ah, he had to go through. Okay, you know, doing that, and he plays his father in the movie. It's it's That's phenomenal. Not weird. It, it, I know it, it is. It's weird, but he does a great job, and it's it's it hit me a couple times. It's really good. Right. I definitely recommend. Uh, so if you were a it. childhood actor, you should see this movie. No, I so, mean, <laughs> Coop, would you make a movie about your life as a child actor if you could? Uh, not as not as interesting Just, as his. I, I mean, no, Coop, I you said could, he was a douche before. Now he's a bigger douche Coop. for making a movie about himself. That's and starring right. in it. No, it's it doesn't it doesn't come off. Douchey at all, but Coop, you could write the story if you embellish a little bit, and it would be a great story. Like I you could write could, a movie, but I didn't have any like traumas. Well, make uh, it up. He people don't. Did. Yeah, it was. And you're saying he's making excuses for why he's a douche, or why he's being a douche? I don't know that it's making excuses. It's just kind of you know explaining how he got to the point where he was an alcoholic, and you know, kind of like you know went off the rails. 
Um, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but it you know had a lot to do with his his upbringing and his early you know acting career, like in even Stevens, you know the the, the Disney. Yeah, exactly. So but open bar. Yes. Uh, anyway, another uh, another thing that I wanted to mention. Uh, I. I mentioned this on the the you know segment before. A beautiful yeah. day in the neighborhood. Now, when I yeah, I saw that coup. When I brought that movie up before, I said that I wasn't really interested because I had seen the documentary yeah. last year, and I was like, okay, well, why do I need to see it with actors? Uh, it's not like the documentary at all. In fact, the the movie's not really so much about Mister Rogers. It's not about Tom Hanks, really. Uh, yeah, yeah, as yeah. it is about uh, a journalist that became friends with Mister Rogers, and it's actually a really great story. Ben said he didn't like. the I movie. I didn't like it because I felt it was disingenuous. They advertised like it was going to be all about you know Tom Hanks as Mister Rogers, and he was like secondary to the other people and the other characters. In the I movie. will I will agree with that. The previews made it seem like it was more focused on Mister Rogers, and it and it's not. Not, and not I'm, to say I that grew he's not up with Mister Rogers. Okay. That's my guy, and I didn't enjoy this. Okay, <laughs> I, I I think you know it, I thought it was more impactful than the documentary, to be honest. But uh, wait yeah, a minute, so, you didn't enjoy seeing Mister Rogers' kid wearing a pirate's hat in the documentary? That's kind of cool, right? I mean, you I know? enjoyed the documentary, yeah. but it was just kind of like I knew a lot of that stuff already. I, I don't know. It was yeah. just th- right. this stuff was it was a well, story that I'd never heard before. Stay off Wikipedia next time you go see a documentary. <laughs> right? Come on. So I, I definitely uh, recommend going and seeing that. Uh, now, as far as uh, television this weekend. All right, now, something that I found last weekend that you better mention. Oh, or, okay. uh, yes. My I, new I, I know, show. I know exactly what you're going to okay, talk what, about. What is it? Uh, so I mentioned that the new season of The Toys That Made Us came out. Yes. Last week, but, uh, they debuted the movies that made us. Yes. Yeah, I, I, it's a great sounds, show. I watched but, most but, of the episodes. But dirty already. dancing. I know, right? Well, you know, I, I, that's, I, that's I, for I the chicks, Eddie. But they have <laughs> Ghostbusters for guys like us with our testosterone. Home Alone. Home Alone was great. Yeah, it's well done. It's you know, it's it's a little too sugary for my taste because uh, you know, but but it's it's fun. Do you know Ghostbusters? They had to pay. There was a battle for the name Ghostbusters, and in the documentary, they talk about they were going to call it something else. And when they started shooting the movie, they shot every scene twice with a different name because they had. Had to use both names because they, they didn't say know what, wow, what the name was. Yeah, I, I forget. I forget That's, what it, you're gonna watch oh, it. I forget what it is, but oh, you, you watch, watch it. it. It's worth the watch. Right. It's good, man. Uh, Ackroyd's in it, and the the guy that made it is uh, I don't forget his name. is a big Hollywood guy, and yeah, it's really well done. Yeah, I like interesting. It. So right. okay, I'll just fast fast forward through the Dirty Dancing part, you guys. You don't need to watch that. You don't need to watch Dirty Dancing. All right, you don't lose. Who doesn't like Dirty Dancing? Uh, uh, real, real quick then. Um, on Amazon Prime, available right now is the third season of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. This is Ooh. one of the better shows on TV. I, I, I promise you, it's it's great. If you haven't started watching it already, check it out. All three seasons available. Um, for a quick refresher, it's about a a female stand-up comedian. Starts in the the fifties, kind of. It's probably in the sixties by the third season, but it's really great. The the main character, she's a great actress. It's really funny. Uh, there's also nudity, so check it out. Hey, <laughs> hey uh, well, that's that's well, important. I know yes. this thing called the internet, uh, you, Coop. You can get plenty of nudity. Uh, well, no, I'm saying if you want an entertainment show yeah. with also some boobs okay there you're you like, go you're like, you're like Mr. Skin now what, what minute do the boobs pop up on the no. well in the very first episode oh, of season okay. one it's, All right. it's, it's All right. great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then moving uh, over to, uh, to Sunday which uh, this will probably have plenty of boobs um, it's a kind of a reboot. I don't know if you probably none of you remember this, but uh, years ago, maybe like ten years ago now on Showtime, time, ten years. I mean, uh, yeah. there was a show called The L Word. Yeah, I um, remember that. 
Yeah. Uh, lesbians. Yep. It was That's about, the L word. Yep. It was about oh, lesbians. Don't say that, Eddie. Uh, it was Why a, not? It, it was a show that was a very ahead of its time. Uh, they're coming back Racist. with a uh, a new series, The uh, L Word Generation Q. This won't work. There's plenty of lesbian TV shows. This You're right. Yeah, I, 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 I probably agree with you, Ben, but that yeah. uh, premieres 10 p.m. on Showtime. Uh, pretty good reviews. Are they going to make the sports radio shows that made us documentary next <laughs> on Netflix? Because I'd like a piece of that I doubt action. It. No? All right. That'd be fun, though. Right. Mike and the Mad Dog, you could do that. You could do uh, go down the list, all the, the legendary shows. All right. Mike North would be in that, right, from yeah, Chicago? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, he's a oh, Chicago no sports radio legend. Softy Mahler in Seattle, some of these guys. Would, it, would Andy Furman be in there? Well, Cincinnati legend, Andy Furman. That is and, a complete Andy would be in, load of crap. Andy should be in, in his own documentary on the sports radio shows that made us just because he had Chris Collinsworth race a horse. Uh, back when he was playing for the Bengals, and Ocho Cinco. He was the promoter behind that, our friend and colleague. Well, he also proposed to his wife at a horse track. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> All right, I want job. a mature guy. Calm down, Andy. Calm down. It's okay. I love Andy for him. North, too, man. North's a good guy. He's, he's vicious on Twitter these days. All right, it is the, the Ben Maller Show. Thank you, Coop. There it is, the Coop Scoop on Entertainment. Want to hear something amazing? We well, just heard a lot of amazing things. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limits to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match you know the power of these documentaries and i like documentaries but you can through the power of the camera and the microphone you can convince anyone of anything with a properly made mind control uh, document I, I am aware of that and i always when i watch these documentaries i like them because i'm old and i watch them and i want to know who made them like who bankrolled them because that'll tell me which side they're trying to give me you know what i'm saying all right anyway we got Balderdash. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Thank God it's Friday, Friday. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Double your pleasure, double your fun with the Ben Maller Show podcast. Not only can you hear the program live from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern, you can also go back and catch up on old episodes and classic moments you may have missed or need to hear again. It's an archive of audio gold available on demand. Subscribe to the Ben Maller Show podcast on iTunes and give us five stars. It will annoy the corporate muckety mucks. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, so we're... Coop's trying to find another contestant. There's a lot of drunks that are calling the show. I can't believe that, Eddie, that drunk people would call the show and try to interfere with us playing a game show. But if you want to call in, you're somewhat coherent, and you want to play a quick game show, call right now, 877-99 on Fox. Apparently, uh, Justin's picking up a body, so he can't defend his title. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that body ain't going anywhere. What a life, Eddie. We got callers that can't call in because they're picking up dead bodies. What a life we have. All right. Bozo, the district attorney, writes, and he says, I don't think he's a real district attorney. He says, Tom Brady's not going to the Cowboys like Tom the Terrible said. He's going to retire, and Andrew Luck is going to unretire and play for the Patriots just like Luck and Josh McDaniel's evil plan when he turned down the Colts job. That would be something. That would be a good story. I'd be all about that, man. Get that tinfoil hat on. Get that whole thing going on, right? Be solid. Not bad at all. Robin Vegas, the birthday boy, says, is it just me or does Andy Furman and uh, grocery uh, supermarket store guy sound very similar? That is a complete load of crap. Yeah. By the way, uh, the guy in New York there, Stephen Manhattan, not a single man, woman, or child called up to, to get in your face. Good. All right, we have contestants, I believe, now, Eddie, so hit that button right over there. Roberto. And now, 
It's just what you've been waiting for. It's Ben's Balderdash. What the hell is this? Formerly known as something we're not allowed to say. Hit it! All right, let's do it. Here we go. It is time for Balderdash. Each week at this time, we have a couple of new contestants this week. We have a regular show contributor, man that made the CFL report famous, Jason in Ottawa. Hello, Jason. Hello, Ben. I was just clearing my schedule for those Lori Laughlin conjugal visits, but I thought I'd play a <laughs> radio game show contest instead. Yeah, it's a toss-up. You know, you could go either way. I understand. Yeah. Uh, yes. All right, hold yeah. on a sec, Jason. I'll put you there. And we have Joe in Connecticut. Hello, Joe. Good morning. Morning. Yeah, Joe, you ready to play? Yeah? Yeah, I'm ready. This is Trevor from Connecticut. It's who? Trevor from Connecticut. Oh, Trevor. All right. Doing, All right. I mean, hey, hey, it sounded like Joe when he said it on the air too. Okay. No, it's it's Trevor in Connecticut. All right, whatever. I, I don't care. I'll call oh, it, Trevor from Connecticut. Yeah, that changes. Oh, wow. Trevor's, a, you're a legend, right? You're a Connecticut legend, Trevor. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What do you do for a living, Trevor? Uh, podcast shows. How about that? That's a lie. Nobody makes money. Uh, I don't make any money. Probably a better podcast. job than Gascon. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's not wrong. We call him Fishbowl Gascon because our podcast was recorded in a fishbowl last week. All right. So um, Trevor's yes. never played before. So okay. Trevor, uh, use your name as your buzzer. If you, if you know the answer, just say out your like you know shout out your name. All right, you're both on the air. Again, your name is your buzzer. Categories are nickname game and passed by. Jason, where do you want to go? Uh, we'll go with uh, passed by. All right, passed by. Everyone in this category went undrafted but made the Pro Bowl. $200. This quarterback made four Pro Bowls and is now making bank as a color commentator on CBS. Jason in Ottawa. Tony Romo. That is correct. Uh, just like that, Jason takes the lead. $400. This undrafted tight end actually played power forward at Kent State University. Jason. Antonio Gates. No, Antonio Gates. But Jason, all right, Trevor, you didn't say your name. You got you to yell your name. Uh, Jason, you got it right. 400 bucks uh, for you. $600. Here we go. This running back is the first undrafted rookie on offense ever to make the Pro Bowl. He is currently... The starting running back for the Denver Broncos. Jason. Jason. Philip Lindsay. That is correct. All right. Your buzzer's not working, Trevor. All right. Let's uh, let's go jump up to the $1,000 question. Here we go. This uh, center was the linchpin of the offensive line throughout most of Peyton Manning's tenure Jason. with J- – Oh, Trevor just gave Trevor. up. Wow. Trevor gave up. That's it. No moss. The game's yeah, over. Jason wins the game. Trevor ran away. He looked like a cowboy in this game. He quit. He quit, Eddie. The man quit. Trevor That's quit the game. Ben, Trevor. I'd like I'd like to dedicate this one to Roxera Spain. Give me a call. All right. All right. <laughs> Your instincts were right, Roberto, to, uh, to hang up. Does he get a golden ticket? The other guy hung up. Do we give that guy a golden I ticket? The other guy? Yeah, he gets a golden ticket. He gets a golden yeah. ticket? Oh, come on. Trevor. Oh, oh, Jason. Yeah. Yeah, Jason gets a yeah, not Trevor does not get a golden ticket. Trevor gets a uh, you know, slap on the wrist. Yeah, don't call again. Yeah, he gets a slap <laughs> on the wrist. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, we're good. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Eddie, do you see uh, Fresno State here? Oh, I'm sad. Yeah, Jeff Tedford. I guess he's going to have to resign as coach at Fresno State. Got health yeah. problems or something like that. Yeah, he said he's. This has happened before. I think he was the offensive coordinator at the Tampa Bay, and he had to stop because yeah. of health issues. Eddie so. went to 
uh, Fresno State. So, what do you think? Like the next coach, do you think Urban Meyer would be interested? <laughs> uh, what do you think? Maybe, maybe no, Stoops. Unfortunately, not. No, <laughs> no. I don't think so. Can they dig up Bo Schembechler and put him out there? Maybe yeah, at Fresno might, State. He might be and, available. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a, that's could have had Clay Hilton if only he would have got fired. I know. USC would have loved to have given you <laughs> Clay Hilton. Some boosters would love to give you. You'd still have Clay Hilton. From the, the boosters will pay for him to live in Fresno. Yeah, they well, will. I, the price of living there is not too, yeah. too great. So I know a Coop was uh, freaking out because there's a report overnight. The Yankees yeah, have gotten approval that. to make a record offer yeah. to Garrett Cole. This is, you know what this is? Yankee propaganda. I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. Guessing, this is yeah. stupid. Like, we didn't know that they were going to do that. Come on. And I'm sure the Angels are going to do the same exact thing. Like, Artie Marino has said, well, I, haven't we seen those stories? Whatever it takes. Yeah, whatever exactly. it takes. And then I saw the Nationals said they can't afford both Whoa. Anthony Rendon and Steven Strasburg. Yeah, some, I saw that. Some people think they're bluffing. I we'll take know. Strasburg. Uh, I'll, take, I'll take Strasburg. I'll take Rendon or I don't care. You know. I thought you need to get both. Yeah, as long as they don't. Get both. As long they as they, them all already. They need to get both. They, as long as they stop choking in the plot. I mean, that's, guys, it's a disease. And don't cheat. Do not cheat. Please do not cheat. Got a murder. Got to go. I don't have to go anywhere. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote this is malcolm gladwell from revisionist history eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today.
Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.